Mission Impossible starring Tom Cruise. This ain't your daddy's Ethan Hunt. We watched Mission Impossible the first one to find out how good was it. Welcome back everyone to How Good Was It? Where we revisit the films of our past and see if they still hold up in this modern age. I am joined as always by those two very special guys. Hello, Scott. Hey, what's happening, June? And hello, Joe AP. Hey, June, what's up? How's it going? Uh, oh, hi, Scott. Oh, 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 hey, hi, Joe. We always get jumbled up. We're retards, audience. Every time we can't say hi to each other without, I don't know why we can't do this right, but it doesn't matter. I blame you, Joe. Yes, we could, we could always blame Joe. Yes, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for joining us once again. We are here to celebrate and to coincide with the upcoming Mission Impossible movie, of which I have no idea what the name of this chapter is. Is it Dead um, Reckoning? Dead Reckoning, I believe. Dead Reckoning. That's part, part seven? I think part seven. Oh, I lost count a long yeah. time ago. That Tom Cruise, he is a very fruitful guy. I mean, Jesus Christ, anybody who could keep a franchise going this long, he knows what the F he's doing. Yeah, sure. And he does it well. And that's why we are here today. We are going to go into a retrospective of the first offering in this franchise, Mission Impossible. I don't know if it has a subtitle. No, I think it's just Mission Impossible. You're very upset. You've never seen me very upset. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Let's start with a little back and forth. Uh -oh. Because as always, I gotta catch up with my boys. How you guys been? Good. We're just coming off a nice fourth of Ju July weekend, you know. I was I was telling uh Joe AP before we started this episode, Scott was kind enough to send me a pic on Monday because you know. Where, you know, we got that lifestyle where we could celebrate the fourth the day before. Um, and so we were happened to both be at like a barbecues or what looked like barbecues. And Scott sent me a pic of him and Joe and their significant others and their friends. And I didn't write this back and I regret I didn't. But I was telling Joe AP, I was going to text you back. I was like, it looks like a United Colors of Benetton ad. <laughs> very it was it was i i was the mi minority in the group i was the i was a lone white guy and yes. uh but yeah our friends uh kim and dana were very nice to to host us in in orlando for the a couple nights hello kim and dana next time you better invite june oh yeah right <laughs> you yes. see the tomahawk steaks we had tomahawk steaks we had ribs we had uh brisket it was it was good so I showed the picture of the, I guess those were the, the tamahawk stick, the sticks. Mm -hmm. And I showed it to a friend of, of, of mine who happened to be uh, my wife, Annalisa's coworker. And he looked at him and he kept wanting to see it again over and over. <laughs> He's like, oh my God, that looks so good. Like, I'm like, dude, you're at a barbecue. You sweat what's in front of you, not what's on my phone. Mm. But uh, it did look good. Whatever you guys were doing, it looked fancy schmancy and it looked damn good. So It was good. It was good. Dana did yeah. a good job. Oh, yeah nice. yeah we we played up uh, poker for pretty much the entire time we were there for uh oh. about 24 hours of poker there so it, <laughs> it was uh it was fun 
Pogatanya. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Who who left naked and broke? Uh well Mary won everything. So yeah, she uh she was the big winner. Oh. Oh, did we lose yep. we just lose Joe for a second? Oh, there you go. Okay. No, 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 no Joe's back. back. Joe, back. Joe, you lost Joe for a second because he lost money. He was uh, that was him uh having like a seizure oh. over the lost money. <laughs> having those traumatic flashbacks from uh July third um losings. Yeah, did, so, you, you thought it was at Scott's house, was you? Wasn't it? I did. I thought yeah. I saw the fancy chandelier. I was at oh, no, Scott's no. house. I'm not not bougie like that. that <laughs> I don't know that, what that's Scott's Orlando. house looks like, June. By the way, speaking yeah. of well, Scott's you're house, yes. my, you're not allowed in <laughs> my house. That's why, that's why you don't know what it looks like. I learned uh, an interesting fact today, audience. Um, as you can tell, uh, mm. Joe has an axe to grind. Because oh, yeah. he's that, been to my house before. He's just being uh he I don't live in a fancy tower like like Joe does. So I, I we no, no, Oh but I no, call no, bullshit. No. I I've been to exactly. Scott. I went to Scott's house once and, yeah, I, and he let he let me and my wife in and I swear to God, it must have been like 30 seconds. He like get yeah, it, let us get yeah. a glimpse. I don't let my family into my house, June. It's it's fine, you know. I, I'm a private person. <laughs> <laughs> what are you hiding? Do you got like a, a, a marijuana? I do have a meth lab here. Back? Okay. I do <laughs> I do have I run a meth lab out of my house. You know, it's it's easier just to keep you guys uninvolved. It did smell a little funny when I went, I gotta admit though. So yeah. that answers that question. Um, yeah, so so I'm I'm gonna get down to the bottom of this. I'm gonna make it the objective of this episode to find out why Joe AP is not allowed into Scott's house. Well, he is allowed in my house. I, I'm, I'm glad you asked him. June. It's, I'm it's, glad a big, you... it's a big difference, June. <laughs> I'm glad you asked, June. As, as uh, you can so, tell, audience, I started some shit here. Yeah, so, just, so Joe's uh, gonna have to like break in like uh, Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible <laughs> and like hang from the ceiling <laughs> on he, some wires because that's the only way he's coming inside my house. So. Well, actually, I spent a night there once um, because I was um, I was visiting it at, at that time. We uh, like you spend the night. Yeah, I slept. Yeah, at that the, was that was a mistake. House. That was pre meth lab. Wow. Um, yeah, but other than that, I've been to his house once on the housewarming. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh he had a housewarming. No, 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 no yeah. You've been believe. more than once. Cause... Oh, I, and then and then oh yes, you did great, Scott. <laughs> and then uh, another time, I uh, we went somewhere, maybe we running. running. Yes. And and we got rain on, so I was sort of wet, and um and Scott. Said that I can change in the garage, and he can hose me down outside before he comes into the house. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, that's three times you've been at my house, and that's three more than than most people. So you, you're lucky, Joe. Yeah, I, I, I feel very privileged. Mm-hmm. privileged. Yeah, I guess it is a privilege. Now, now, listen, I can attest. Scott has a very nice home beautiful home very spacious it's just a there's no kids there's no i i no. think i don't know if he has any pets or any shit no, like that no pets I, and they got this big asshole house and i'm like no. holy shit what am i doing wrong in life and and, and to be honest june i can't remember what it looks like so uh, i can't oh, that, that's test so you won't be able to you won't be able to find it then and no over, so <laughs> if you blindfold me and put him in the middle of the room i pike lost from the from the look at and Scott's face right now, this conversation won't be lasting much longer. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Mission, Mission Impossible. What what do I remember from Mission Impossible? Uh, okay, whatever, hey, man, If you want to so, go someday, I'll invite you over. Oh, Maybe for I... my sixtieth birthday party, it'll be a perfect timing for it. I don't know. I beg to differ. It looks like Joe just got uninvited once again <laughs> for bringing mm. it up on the podcast. He got uninvited. Oh, you're, you're correct. Hey, now, man. now Mary's going to say, why don't you ever invite Joe? 
No, no, she tells me not to invite you. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, uh, yeah. Oh, damn. It's oh, a, it's a, we, it's a group decision to keep the meth lab to ourselves. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, mission, mission impossible. impossible. <laughs> <laughs> we just revealed the plot for the next installment in the mission yes. impossible franchise. Breaking into Scott's house. Yes. Oh. Yes. And seeing what the hell is really going on there. Um, yeah, Mission Impossible. Do you guys want to dive in? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. What year do you think this movie was? Oh, shit. I, I, was June, just I know you have no idea. Joe, yeah, what year do you I think know, this no, is better than to ask me? I Come think on. this was in the mid 90s. I, I remember, so too. I, I remember, um, yeah, it has to be in the mid 90s. Uh, I would say 96, yeah, 97, around there. I think so, because then Mission Possible 2, I think, was maybe a little bit later, like maybe closer to 2000. Uh-huh. And, then, and then, yeah, it, it took a little while for the for them to get going. But the last, uh, you know, the last three have been very a lot closer, you know, within the last 10 years. So what are we thinking, like around 95 ish? Yeah. Mid 90s? Yeah. Um, no, it can't be 95 because that's when I graduated. <laughs> oh, and um. You I think high school to what high school? Yeah. What the hell? Damn it! Yes, I hate I, you, Joe. Damn, that's, I, I thought that right was now. that was. Were you, how were you? Twenty four when you graduated? <laughs> 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 Let's talk about Scott's house here. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I, I think it was. I it's gotta be a like nineteen ninety late ninety six. I remember I saw this in the theater. What do we know about this? What do we remember? It's obviously Tom Cruise. What else can we say about Tom Cruise? One of the biggest stars ever. Yeah. Still one of the biggest stars ever consistently. I think this is the movie that kind of made him more of an action star. Yeah, he did Top Gun, but he seemed to be doing a lot of like, you know, acting movies, you know, Rain yeah. Man and... uh uh, far and away and things like that that um that wasn't really you know more acting kind of roles and then he got this and i think it kind of launched him to being more of a action star oh yeah for sure i mean took him to another level yeah this franchise between this and top gun I mean, and again top gun get you know it came on the 80s yeah so like there was kind 85, of 85 right 85 yeah. i think yeah so there was like you know, he did he did the whole thing of wanting to be taken seriously as an actor, started doing more dramatic mm-hmm. roles, which he did a fine job at. Oh, yeah. Born on the Fourth of July. He, he was a very good actor. You know, he's yes. done. He can act. He really can. But I think, uh, you know, actors, sometimes they get into these big star roles. And this is where you make the big money is is being an action star. This is where you get paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this franchise really took him. It took him from stardom to superstardom. Yeah. Um, and it's been an incredibly lucrative franchise franchise ever since, obviously. Um, just when you think he can't outdo himself, he just does. Yeah. Um, he's just good at what he does. He's he's intense. He's I'm not gonna go as far as say he's like a method actor like Daniel Day Lewis or anything like that, but he is one of the most dedicated, hardworking actors in history. Yeah. Well, but I think he also do a lot of stunts himself too. I mean, for sure. It was yeah. since yeah, the first Mission Impossible until up until now, and he's meticulously tried to really do really well in terms of a stunt person. Yeah, he just has yeah. that work ethic, man. Mm-hmm. Whatever he puts his mind to, he wants right. to do it one hundred percent full tilt, and he's usually quite successful at it. So, 
Yeah, I mean, this franchise though was almost on. It almost died. You know, it uh, the first movie was a big success. The second one wasn't. The second one didn't do well. It was weird. It was uh, um, shot strange. It was the what's the guy's director's name? The guy that did um, did like Face Off uh, and uh, uh, John Wu. John Wu. John Wu. Yeah. Yeah. John Wu did the second one, mm -hmm. and you know he's got a very a signature style. He likes to do doves in slow motion. He likes to do a lot of slow mo. Mm -hmm fighting and it was a weird movie tom cruise had long hair it was shot in australia it just it just uh -huh. and it, it didn't do well and it flopped and they waited a while to do three and it was actually uh jj abram jj abrams of lost who came in and um took on directing it and i think he wrote it and really got it kind of got it back on track even though three i don't think it was a big hit it was uh critically a success and i think it did well like in on uh cable and on rental and then and then from there on it it took off you know because really one two and three have nothing to do with the last few you know four mm -hmm. five and six are all um very much cohesive mission impossible movies the first three really have very little to do with the the last three I, I do recall for the sequel, for the second one, the John Woo directed one, mm -hmm. there was a lot of anticipation for it. Yeah. People mm -hmm. were excited for it. John Woo was was big in the States here, mm -hmm. coming mm -hmm. off of the success of things like Face Off and, of course, the, the movies he did in, in his homeland, mm -hmm. which when they crossed over here were, were also successful. He made a well, name for himself. But when it did drop, the second one, and the critical reviews came, people were like, oh, <laughs> you know, it was I like... remember not liking it when I saw it. But, you know, I remember the movie, though. I remember part two. Oh, well, I know you remember the motorcycle more than parts. part one. Yeah. The, well, that and also remember the plot a little bit, too. It's like about the outbreak, right? That some I, kind of... I really don't remember. Yeah, I just oh, remember yeah, the... fighting on motorcycles. It was almost like a motorcycle karate fight like they're like stopping and like hitting each other with motorcycles. Yeah, there was some flying motorcycle scene, uh -huh. too. That was un impossible um <laughs> well which it is, is kind of cool. mission impossible I mean. yeah touche <laughs> touche what was the third one about does anyone remember Do, what, the third was anything one, that stood out about the third one well the third recall. one was philip seymour seymour hoffman was a villain in the third oh, one man. and he was really good in it he was really really good if you if you don't remember i i recommend re-watching it just for him because he was the best part of that movie I'm, he and was just Gary an incredible he was, was an incredible in, in... actor, Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was such a good yep. actor, man. He's he's missed. He's sorely yeah. missed, you know. No, I what I remember is the beginning of that movie, Carrie Russell is an undercover agent and Ethan Hunt, uh, you know, um Tom Cruise breaks her out and they're escaping and they it planted a bomb in her head and it it blows up and her eyes like go cross. Like yeah, her head doesn't explode, but you just see you see her eyes go cross and she just goes limp and it because uh, the bomb blew up in her head it's really messed up <laughs> that sounds so messed died. up man yeah yeah she died yeah i must have not seen that one because no, it's I think good I would have it's, it's that. definitely worth watching it's it's different than the last few but it's um yeah just for phil phil uh seymour uh alone you know he he's it's worth seeing okay so part four is when they break him out from uh rush russian prison right I don't know. Now, see, I think these the next three really blend together. I think four is the one where they go to Saudi Arabia or uh, Dubai, and they yeah, that was the one that they got broke. They broke him out. That, that was the, that was the plot of that. One. Okay. Yeah, that was the one that we we started watching a couple yeah. weeks ago. 
Okay. And then part five was the one where he's hanging outside of a plane, which I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember what happens in that one either. And then part uh, six is the one where he uh, the helicopter scenes and all that. Yeah, I think four, five, and six are all ties together in the yeah. same 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 director. Yeah, same director for all of them. It's mm-hmm. they're they're very much uh, uh, very similar. Who's right. the director? Do you, do you know? Um, uh, McQuarrie. Yeah, hmm. the guy who um, he wrote *Usual Suspects*. Um, he's he's become Tom Cruise's go-to guy now. Like they're hmm. they're like very uh, uh, intertwined now. So he's like he's uh, Cruise's guy, and he's done a great job with the last three. You know, it's very very impressive work. Yeah, I think okay. we talked about it on another episode how you know him and Tom Cruise come up with all these crazy stunts now. And that's how the movies are based. It's nothing. There's no script at first. They just think of what stunts they want to do for each one, and then after that, they try to figure out a, a script around it. So mm. it's they have all these big set pieces. Like, okay, I want to, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang outside of a plane, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do that, and <laughs> then then they go back and they and they figure out a plot to to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these movies are all about that over the top action. Those those yeah. incredible sequences. And again, like uh, Joey P mentioned before, knowing that Tom Cruise does his own stunts, it just adds that. Oh, yeah. Factor right. to it. Like, that's a thing now. Yeah, that's uh, everyone's can't wait for it. I mean, when when the preview for the new movie came out, the first thing they showed wasn't like a scenes from the movie was the making of the big stunt where he's uh riding his motorcycle down uh-huh. a cliff and mm-hmm. jumping off the edge. Yeah, they just they just did a basic a behind the scenes of him doing that stunt instead of showing a preview of what was happening in the movie. <laughs> they just they just showed the stunt part because they're like, hey, check this out. Yeah. yeah, that behind the scene is much it's for much more interesting. Yeah, because it's only like what 15 seconds in the movie, maybe yeah. 15. Seconds, one minute, and they've been, and then they practiced on that scene for like months. So yep. it's it's that's how insane it. Yeah, I mean, they was. know they know which side their bread is buttered. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's what that's what people want to see. They want to see what crazy antics Tom Cruise is willing to put himself through um, with each installment of this franchise. What do we remember about the one we're covering today, which is the first in the franchise? Anybody? I, Nothing. I think I remember it really well. <laughs> I, I think this is a movie I've seen. I saw a lot because I really, really enjoyed it when I saw it in the nineties, you know, um, you know, the film opens up with uh, Tom Cruise and his team. I don't remember exactly what they're doing. They're, they're, they're trying to, I don't know if they're recovering something or get like a hostage, but it all goes wrong and his all his team dies or at least he thinks all his team dies like uh, Emilio Estevez is one of the team members he is on the top of a elevator controlling like a computer hacker doing something and then he gets uh loses control of the elevator it goes up and crushes his head into the ceiling um you know a couple other uh team members get shot and uh, so they they all die. Ethan Hunt, uh, Tom Cruise is the only one who survives. And when he gets back and gets debriefed, they say that he's a traitor, that, that it was Ethan Hunt that killed all these people. And mm. uh, he's got to escape from his own people. And uh, he goes on the run trying to figure out who who ki- who framed him and who killed his team. Okay. And that's when he has to the famous scene is he's breaking into CIA the CIA headquarters to get um, 
I think some kind of knock, they call it like the knock list. I, I think it's a, like a list of all the spies around the world. You know, mm. someone, somebody, some, some foreign power is trying to get him to get this list. So he breaks into the CIA and he gets down and that's what he's doing. The scene where he's hovering over the ground, where he lowers himself uh, to like just an inch off the floor. Cause if he touches the floor, the alarms would go off. The only scene I remember. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, if the scene, you know, that, that scene has been parodied so many times now, now it's starting to get a little spotty for me, but he, in the end he finds out that it's um, his boss. His mentor was the one that was setting him up. It was uh, John Voight was the villain. John Damn Voight. It, John Voight. John Voight <laughs> was part of that team, faked his own death in the scene. Um, I think he even killed his wife in the scene. And uh, maybe he faked his wife's death too. And then, um, yeah, in the end, he was the one that was framing uh, Ethan. And Ethan figures it out and it stings him and gets him at the end okay well we saw the whole movie Jim. that's it there yeah. it is no I, i'm definitely missing a lot of plot <laughs> points but that's uh that's the gist of it it sounds like a you know in a nutshell I, you know it's this is uh brian de palma is the one that um brian de palma this. yeah an amazing director so it's uh yeah it's a first class director what i remember is this one is more it's not really it's not really stunt based other than that you know the stunt that the famous stunt of him hanging from the above the floor but it's more a, the train ride one was pretty was pretty good too that the yeah there's a big train fight at the end yeah i remember mm-hmm. that I, I i don't i don't think i remember the plot i remember mm-hmm. this certain scene i guess that's that's the whole point of the movie here right it's the outrageous stunt yeah but no this mm-hmm. one is really isn't though that's what i was saying that you know this one i think is less stunts it's really more this is more plot based and then eventually you know i think Maybe that's why Brian De Palma is not back for the second one. Is that uh, Tom Cruise probably like, no, I want it. I want these big stunts. And then mm-hmm. I think from then on, it's a lot more stunt based. Didn't you say that, Scott? Didn't you say that Tom Cruise would fight with his uh, producer or director because they stopped him from doing certain stunts? So well, not no, not not the not the director, the the stunt coordinator. So the Matt Damon loves to tell the story. The, I've seen Matt Damon tell the story a few times. He he was having a conversation with uh, Tom Cruise at a party and he asked um, Tom Cruise about, you know, that, that stunt that he did in Dubai where he was outside of the building. He's like, how, how did you do that? That's amazing. You know, that would be so scary. And he's like, how, why, how the stunt coordinator lets you do that. And he's like, the stunt coordinator said, no, you can't do it. That's an impossible stunt to do. So, so Matt Damon's like, well, then how, what happened? He's like, so I, I, I fired him. I hired another stunt coordinator. Basically, he fired the guy so that till till someone would say yes. I mean, hey, listen, you 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 pay me half the price of those guys. You could do whatever you want, man. Yeah, and there's something <laughs> similar with um, Rogue Nation. A couple movies ago, you know, he wanted to fly. He so in that movie, June, I don't know if you've seen it. There's a lot of helicopter stunts in that movie. They're, they're flying mm-hmm. helicopters around, and it's Tom Cruise flying the helicopter. He learned how to fly mm-hmm. a helicopter. He's literally flying the helicopter around. He had I like maybe like 10,000 hours or whatever, but no country would ensure them to to do that scene. They had they they basically kept searching for countries that would let him do that scene. That's how they decided on whatever country they ended up with somewhere in Eastern Europe. Wow. Was that country was like, yeah, yeah, Tom Cruise can die here. You know, that's what he came down to like, yeah, he could wreck his helicopter in our country and die. That, that's fine. Because nowhere else would let him do it. Yeah, he probably wanted to do it in the U.S. to do it in Canada, or whatever. But he ended up having to do it in Eastern Europe because that was the only place that would let him do that stunt. 
Do we think that Scientology has anything to do with this mentality <laughs> that Tom Cruise has? As it, far as I, yeah, maybe he thinks he can't die. Maybe Zenu Zenu will keep him from dying. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, he was told that he cannot be you know, killed. I, listen, be. I I, don't, I have no trouble believing that. I mean, Jesus Christ, the things this man continues to do, and you know, as he gets older, he just gets crazier. He just does more and more shit. And and I think, you know, I can't help but think, I don't know Tom Cruise personally. I don't know what his motivations are. But uh, of course, it, it goes beyond celebrity and anything money-wise. You know, it, it's like, mm-hmm. I think he honestly gets his kicks out of, I, I think it's uh, for him, um, it seems to be a mind over matter thing. You know, he, he just really wants to conquer any reservations, any fears, any doubts that he may have. So mm. he's like, he makes it his mission, like, no, I'm doing it, and I'm going to do it well. Yeah. <laughs> and he achieves it. Uh, so what's your next prediction is going to be? His his next mission impossible? Uh, yeah, I think he's got to go to space. I think I think he's got to do something I said the same thing. Yeah. It's got to be, right? Yeah, I guess so. Jump off, go up to the space and die, like, like free fall. Well, like, I mean, the, um, the last one, space. he did that free fall from pretty high, too, where they had to wear... Like uh, you know the the special gear. Oh, uh, from to, to Paris, but on the one in Paris that he yeah dived. yeah yeah with yeah, him yeah, and yeah. Henry Cavill, they they go out and they really wow. jumped out a high plane to do that at night too, right? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, mofo. <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah, the no, word. I, I've it. seen interviews, not so much with him, but I've seen other people uh, listen to other people talk about. Him. I think Rob Lowe talks about him quite a bit. They were friends when they were very young. And uh, it talks about how, just how intense Tom Cruise is, you know, just always super intense. And that's just that's always been his personality that, you know, he's very focused and very driven. And if he wants to do something, he's going to do it no matter what. Did you guys hear that? No, that's the that's the Scientology truck coming to get our ass. <laughs> well, they're, they're Scott, that's what he to, Yeah, Joe and I, we, we, we'll get it first because we're, we're yeah. a little close to Clearwater. That is true. You guys uh, right around the yeah. corner from uh, headquarters. No, I mean, maybe that's the reason why he jumped on Oprah's couch, you know? <laughs> I don't no, know. He, said he jumped on Oprah's couch because he's not he's socially awkward you know he doesn't i don't think he knows how to talk to real people i think that was him trying to pretend like he was a real person and it, it came across as not real and he got made fun of forever for it well it failed miserably because mm-hmm. normal people don't jump on Oprah's couch yeah <laughs> so um but yeah you know we we we, we covered a lot of tom cruise we do uh which hasn't aired hopefully yes. maybe one day it will decide to air it. I think I think um, we should air it soon. I think this may coincide well with uh with these movies. Maybe we'll do a special episode. You know, the audio is not as good as our normal ones. This is when we were first starting out, and maybe our mm-hmm. mic quality and maybe our, yes. maybe maybe just our banter in general wasn't as good then. But uh, I think I think we can put it out. Oh the no, risky but, business. Uh, uh, that's that episode. Yes, that's the risk again. Yeah, we didn't say that. It is uh we did an oh, episode shoot. on risky business. And I believe it was like one of our very first episodes. Second which, episode ever. Yeah, which we, we which we've yet to air. And oh wow, that was a shitstorm that episode. Uh, <laughs> uh for those who I don't know if it'll ever air, so I'm gonna reveal some stuff. I'm just oh no, I think I think we'll air it. Well, <laughs> if we if we get a ten ten likes, <laughs> yeah, well. 
if we get 10 likes, maybe we'll, we'll, do, we'll air Brisky business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> you we, know what? We'll hold it. That's a good idea, Joe. We'll, we'll so, leave it up to the audience. Yeah. Leave we, it in the comments. We, we you want to hear 10 this? likes, Joe. I think we need to get uh, a certain amount of uh, more followers on. Uh, uh, we we want to say for 10 followers. Uh, 10 followers. <laughs> let me, yeah, let me tell you subscribers. something. We, we yes. need more subscribers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Let me tell you something, audience. It'll be worth it. Mm. Yeah. Be worth, you're like, you're like... really aiming low with the 10, by the way, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, but it should be at least 11. Okay, well, like, 11 sounds fair. Like Scott said, the, the audio quality wasn't quite there yet, but the content, um, we had a very big debate about not only Tom Cruise, the actor, but that movie, um, and about Top Gun. It, it, it was, like I call it, it's the Risky Business slash Top Gun episode, because I think oh, yeah. we talked more about Top Gun that oh, we yeah, about the right. actual movie Risky Business. Mm -hmm. And uh we went at it, man. <laughs> we went at it and it was it was gold. But again, we'll see. You let us know in the comments if you want to hear it. Yeah. Um, again, audio issues, but it doesn't decrease the um the entertainment value mm. of that episode. So yeah. let us know. It's a hot mess. Yeah, thank you, Joe. That is the accurate term for it. Yes. Hot mess mess Hot mess. um yeah. but in the best way very entertaining mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean what else do we want to cover about tom cruise about mission impossible about this franchise that will seemingly last forever and now oh. these are supposed to be the last two um I, i've been oh. really excited to see the next two i i really have enjoyed this franchise i think i like this better than james bond i like it better than bond movies i mm -hmm. you know I guess that's where as close as parallel would be for for a franchise would be you know James Bond movies, but yeah, I, I like it better than that, and I, I think they're better, more cra better crafted movies in the James Bond movies. So yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see the new one, and I'm I'm gonna love rewatching the first one because I know I like that movie. Okay, I look forward to it. I haven't seen it since I saw it upon its release in the theater. Um, I, of course, as usual, I remember the least out of the uh, out of the three of us. I don't remember anything about mm -hmm. what we do or what we revisit. So uh, it'll be like watching it anew. Um, so, yeah, should be fun. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that about covers it. Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm ready to watch it. Joe, how about you? You got anything else? I'm I'm ready. No, I I can't remember a thing, June. Uh, so you and I are on the same boat. So we'll, okay. we'll well, June, you know, Joe, Joe has been rewatching the mission impossible, but not this one. He's been, you've been watching the middle ones. I was referring to not, not to watch this one. Well, no, you, that's never stopped you before. So don't, don't, don't say that. <laughs> Scott said, you can't watch the first one. Uh, I've told uh, you many movies you can't watch and you still watch <laughs> them anyway. So it's fine. Obviously we have nothing more to add as per mission impossible. Please join us. For the second half of this episode, we're going to oh, find man. out Mission Impossible. How good was it? We know it was good. I mean, let's not fool ourselves. <laughs> Shit was good. It was, it's a classic already. You could consider it a classic. But, you know, it'll be nice to revisit and see what made it a classic. And it'll be interesting to see how this franchise has developed. You know, I'm looking forward to seeing the new one. I'm looking forward to see the differences between them. But again, I mean, you just can't lose. With Mission Impossible, I mean, even at its weakest, you know, it's still a damn good uh, idea, good premise, a good franchise. So join us for the second half of this episode. Please follow, like, subscribe. We'll see you for the second half.
or you'll hear us for the second half or something will happen in the second half i don't know just yes, join us smooth, smooth closing tune good job yeah stay well, tuned <laughs> say bye guys right, bye bye sit tight we'll be right back with how good was it look for new episodes of how good was it every tuesday on apple itunes spotify overcast and youtube make sure to follow to like and subscribe for more how good was it check out at how good was it pod on instagram facebook letterboxd and tiktok for twitter you can find us at hgwi pod welcome back peoples to how good was it welcome back to the second half of our Mission Impossible review. We have watched this movie. Joe and I literally just finished watching this movie all but like five minutes ago. Made poor Scott wait. Oh, wait. Hello, Scott. Hey, welcome back, June. And hello, Joe AP. Hey, June. What's up, Scott? What's going on, Joe? What is up, fellas? Great to be back with you. As always, even better to be back in this edition that is mission impossible oh yeah and yes yes cue theme song because it was we don't need soundtrack for that june yeah yeah i got it it was it was perfect rendition scott provides um so yeah let's let's take a deep dive into mission impossible it was quite interesting revisiting this movie as usual i did not remember a thing and that is part of the course for this podcast. Yes, I never remember yes. anything. You know, all those LSD experiments in the 50s <laughs> by the government, you know, they took a toll. So you're saying um, your, your your mom did LSD in the, in the 50s? No, I did the LSD. You weren't in the 50s? You weren't born yet? Listen, as we all saw in Dial of Destiny, oh, you know, <laughs> if you have the right tools. Fisher in time. I got you. I got yes, you. Yes. And I went specifically to take drugs. I it's got all you. drug related. Um, that being said, Mission Impossible. So it was quite interesting revisiting this movie. I, I forgot a lot about it. And this is the first in this franchise. Yes. And uh, being as such, the first thing I want to, before we get into the plot, the first thing I want to make note of is it was easy to forget that this is a takeoff on the original Mission Impossible TV series. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this movie was a strong reminder of that, wasn't oh, it? Oh, no, for sure. Of all the, the Mission Impossible movies, this one was most like the TV series. They were most like, okay, we're going to do it similar style. And I think they got way away from it after this. This was like oh, yeah. the only one that was like this. It was like night and day, wasn't it? I yeah. forgot. Um, they did a good job of capturing elements of the TV series. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not that I was that old that I was watching it as it came out. I saw it when yeah. it was on syndication on TV when yeah. I was a younger child. But um, everything, including the campiness. Yeah. You know, which was not a bad element. It's not a bad thing that was part of the original series. But it was really like a modern take or a, a then modern take, a 90s take. Yeah. On the, uh, on the franchise or at least the TV series, I should say. Well, yeah, and the TV series, you know, what they they have in common a lot is is the mask, right? The, they're always pulling off a mask. They're always, uh, you know, 
doing an alias. And uh, so, and the same with the, um, the, when they get the mission, you know, it detonates right after, right? That That's something, you know, I watched this and I watched two. I watched them both today. Mm. And um, man, two two is a piece of crap. <laughs> but two was really bad. I, I uh, and it, it's glaring next to how much better the first one is than, than two. Better directed, better shot, better acted. Uh, mm. Yeah, you know, I, I like John Woo, but man, it, it is not a good film. And yeah, watching one, I watched two first, then I watched one, you know, the way the way it was meant to be. I watched mm -hmm. them out of order. And um, <laughs> man, one was so much better. So much better. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember much of two. Um, I know in the first half of this episode, you touched upon what a disappointment it was. And obviously, by the tone of your voice, it was much more of a disappointment than even you remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sounds like. Yeah, no, I I, I kind of thought I was going to like it. I'm like, you know, I, th I probably was just hard on it uh, when I saw it in the theaters, because that's the mm -hmm. last time I saw it was in the theaters. And I'm like, no, no, I actually it's, it's worse than I thought. I, I'm surprised, <laughs> you know, that the franchise recovered after two. I, I'm really surprised that there was other films that two was that bad in my mind. Yeah. So why did they choose John Vu for the second uh, part? Well, he was a hot name. Why? He was coming off a of face off, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. He he, you know, does action films. I uh, yes. probably Tom Cruise probably picked him. Tom Cruise probably was like, oh man, I like because him. of the action pack. Yeah, that he I provide. So. And, yeah. and there was some cool stunts in it, but other than that, it looked bad. I mean, the st some of the stunts were cool, but all the slow mo. You know, John Woo's got to get his birds in there. There's doves and there's <laughs> pigeons flying around <laughs> slow mo, and it's just. And, hey you man, know, and he's, he's Asian. Like, <laughs> he need that kind of uh, trope. So what you call it <laughs> trope. But Tropes, he, um, yeah. you know, it's just it, I was questioning if Tom Cruise could act when I was watching it because I'm like, man, he just doesn't seem like he he can act. And I think it's a direction. I, it's totally mm -hmm. different. The way the way the scenes are framed in the first movie compared to the second, and just the way it looks. The first one is, I want to say, four years younger it came out in 96 and then the second one was 2000 wow it, it looks way more advanced it looks way better than 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 the one in uh 2000 it's just it's like night and day and, and let's keep it real you know in revisiting the first one you know of course this is like what mid 90s i think we said like 96, 96. Or so. 96 yeah. yeah and you know it was a movie of its time. So, I mean, the technology back then, it, it looked, yeah, back for the time it was, you know. Oh, well, yeah, some of the technology. Tech. I mean, it looked good. Uh, you know, even the helicopter scene at the end, which could be a little bit, like, fakey looking, but it it, it actually looked pretty good. It holds uh, the, You know, yeah, mm -hmm. some of the technology, some of the cell phones are holding and the, <laughs> the computers in there kind of look uh, look dated. But uh, other the than that, disc. I mean, it what was great. that? What's yeah, that disc that you used to... <laughs> I did get a kick out of that scene with yeah. him, that flopping disc. I was like, holy moly. Uh, but um, but again, we forget, man, this this was considered high tech for the 90s. You know, yeah. this oh, was yeah. like, you know, cutting I, edge I didn't technology. have an, I didn't have a cell phone in 96. So to me, no. that was like, oh, those yeah. cell phones, those house phones that they're using in, in the movie that look like cell phones, you know. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, nobody had own computer at that time. I don't. I don't think anybody had a computer. At yeah, home. he had laptops. I didn't. I didn't, definitely didn't have a laptop then. Mm. And those were like some big, thick, chunky laptops too, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Not like the slim MacBooks that we're used to now. So, Mission Impossible. Let's get into this. Should we take a dive into the plot, or is there anything? Yeah, that we no, absolutely. Add on to? No, I, I'm. I'm ready. Who would like to start us off? 
Scott. Uh, I guess I'm <laughs> the one that always starts this off. All right. Of course. Uh, so this this movie uh, opens up in uh, Kiev, which I had to look up because I'm an Anglo-American and I didn't realize I was in the Ukraine. <laughs> so uh, it, it opens up in Kiev. You know, I mm-hmm. wanted to make sure I, I sounded like I knew what I was doing. And they're, they're on an op mission. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you uh, there, Tom. Well, the, you see a Russian being interrogated uh, through like a closed circuit camera. Mm-hmm. And it uh, looks like he killed a prostitute. And then uh, you, they're trying to get some kind of information from this guy. And um, you find out that it's Tom Cruise in the mask, right? Uh, yeah. he's, he's he's trying to, they inject the guy with something, knock him out. And they're trying to, I, I don't even remember, what did they end up getting from him? Was it a, was it a name or was, it was a name that uh, Emilio Estevez, who's watching on closed circuits, mm-hmm. surprise, surprise, the, the first, uh, the guest cameo there is Emilio, Emilio Estevez is uh over there and he looks up the name he's trying to pull a name for something yeah now that russian guy who's being interrogated mm-hmm. is it me or did he have the worst haircut on earth <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> for the 90s it was pretty at that first i thought it was a wig until they kind of pulled on it and i was like jesus christ that really is his hair. that's and besides I mean, the point though and, <laughs> so, I, and i think i i could tell that was tom cruise i mean i, I guess maybe because i've oh, seen yeah. the movie but i mean that definitely looked like tom cruise in a mask and then mm. you know tom tom's tom cruise the one thing every time he's in any of these characters in this movie his nose stands out tom cruise has a very yes. prominent nose and yes. that's what i always go to i'm like oh no that's tom cruise i, I see that nose Plus, can't, just can't the way he nose. moves he has a very distinct way yeah. that he moves his body his, his motions um and it was like you know, very apparent that he was in these disguises. Yeah. Um, and he has an a... intense psychopath stare also. Oh, yes. Yes. He could see right through you. Like, yes. That's that Scienti- Scientology in full effect. So, um, do, you, so do, do we remember what the mission was for? I think it has really nothing to do with the movie, whatever they recover, right? Not really. I think it was just sort of a plot point, a small one, to introduce the the, the, the his team. team. Yeah. Who uh, they quickly dispose of, but we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, then we meet uh, John Voight, who's playing uh, his boss. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember John Voight's character's name because he'll always be John Voight to me. Yes. Um, so yeah, we introduce the boss on a plane, and then he gets the the stewardess, studio studio the stewardess stewardess comes up to him and mm-hmm. um, gives him a movie. Uh, asks him if he wants to watch a movie gives him this little tiny screen and then he gets his next mission on it you yes. know he he gets a mission and of course uh, the the screen blows up or turns smokes up after his on, after on the his plane mission. yeah yes. yeah yeah very safe because and you so, know back then what, you could i don't know if you could still smoke on a plane back then i don't think so by the 90s they kind of obliterated probably that. not yeah, yeah i don't think so so but he was anyway. trying to smoke a cigarette to cover up the the burns did, did disc. he yeah, he put out as a cigarette. And really? Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. You know, when you're John Voight, you could break all the rules. You could do yeah. whatever the f you want. So it's John Voight. <laughs> what? So. When did he stop smoking on the plane? I, it's got to be the early '90s, I think, early to mid '90s. I, I remember the first time I flew, there was still there was a smoking section still on the plane. Yeah. And then the what? second time I flew, it was already gone. Yeah. When when I was a kid, and we would take a a summer trip to DR. And I remember, man, that that freaking tube, that flying tube was full of smoke. It, it was like <laughs> everybody it was like, despite there being a smoking section, it didn't matter if you separated people. It was like 
it was over the whole plane. Yeah, I mean, but... it's a yeah, it's a plane. It's gonna it's gonna circulate. I don't care what they mm. uh what what kind of ventilation it has. Uh, it's it's still gonna you're gonna smell smoke no matter what. That is true. But it was so, a part of our life. You know, we everywhere we went, there was smoke. And I don't think oh, I yeah. ever really noticed it until there started being no smoking section. Now, if someone smokes, I can smell it a mile away. But mm -hmm. back in the day, I was just it was a part of life. Everywhere you went, someone was smoking. So the year 2000 was uh, when they had uh, stopped smoking um, international flights. On international flights. Yeah. 2000. So, yeah. Wow. That, so that this movie is 96. So apparently you still can't smoke then. Oh, yeah. He was on an international flight, right? He was mm -hmm. going because uh, the next scene to, to go back to the movie, uh, they end up in Prague. Uh, so mm -hmm. they're they're being debriefed there. And, they're you know, he's giving them the new mission. Uh, John Voight's giving the mission. And, you know, there's some like banter, you know, they try to make it look like everyone's buddy on the team, buddies on the team. And Tom Cruise comes across as not as a human. Like, I think the one thing I've noticed about Cruise all the time, he's great at doing the action and being intense. But if they try for him to be light and try to be buddy, buddy, it comes he comes off wooden almost like like him joking around with Estevez did, just didn't it didn't work. You know, it just didn't seem right. Yeah, it felt a little forced. Yeah, you know, especially when he did that, you know, he cracked that joke about uh, the coffee and getting a coffee maker, and I was like, "Jesus yeah. Christ, dude! Like, you might as well be <laughs> reading it off of the teleprompter." Yeah, um, that that that's not his. That's not his cup of tea. Yeah, it didn't have to be though. He was so he's so good at all the other stuff. So, um, but then so they're they're meeting with John Void and they're getting the. The, getting the, the details intel. on their mission yeah the somebody's out to get the knockless there's a lot of knockless talk in this movie i even remembered that in the first half of the episode i remembered that it was called the knockless that they were after which mm. i i don't know what it stands for it's <laughs> noc but it's supposed to be uh the operatives all the cia operatives that are out in, undercover and it's a list okay. of all their names so oh. um so I yeah, thought they, it was like a, I thought it was like an STD or something. <laughs> He's out to get an STD. That's similar though. That that's kind of like the the second movie. There's there's a, some big plague that they're trying to trying to stop. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the Noculus. You got a bad yeah, case of the Noculus. <laughs> so uh, since you talk about Noculus, I just looked mm -hmm. it up. It's uh, it stand for non official cover. Oh look at you! Wow. Holy so smoke! Non official cover. Yep. Not okay, so cover. look up IMF while you're at it, Joe, because I don't know what you know the Impossible Mission, whatever they they are. What, what is their their team is called the IMF team, and I I meant to look that up and I never did. But okay, so back to the story. Why, why are you doing that, Joe? Um, <laughs> so Tom Cruise, they they have to go to some ball. Some guy there is supposed to be there to get the knock list. And he's supposed to be taking it to go sell to somebody else. So they're supposed to be there spying on it and figure out who this person is. Uh, Tom, hey, yes. Sorry, we should know this one. It's impossible mission force. I knew it was impossible mission. I didn't know what the, the force makes it sound even worse. Okay, that's a horrible name for a government agency. That is. That's up there that, with, with Space Force. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah, thank you. It's not flattering at all. Impossible. It doesn't sound. Impossible mission yeah. force. Now, going back to the scene, right? Before we continue, we're going back to that uh, meeting room with John mm -hmm. Voight and his team. When they introduce, <laughs> and this was the most unbelievable thing in the movie. Oh, I, I know what you're going to say. Already, yes, but... come on. And I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, Scott. Yeah, well. And I, no, I'm especially, <laughs> I'm especially surprised Joey P no. didn't bring it oh, up. Oh, yeah, no. That I, this I'm... 
young beautiful woman would be John Voight's wife. Okay, <laughs> it came across my mind. Yes, <laughs> yes, and and I'm I'm a little disappointed that you didn't bring it up. Yeah, yeah. Emmanuel Burt Burke. Yeah, Burt. Burt. Uh, yeah, something like that. She's beautiful, very beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah. I'm sorry, you can't act for shit though. I, I, I. Her performance was the weakest point in the movie, and thank her hair she did a lot of the acting. She had great hair. I was that her real accent though? The... Yeah, she's French. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. That is. Uh, she's. Yeah. She sounds very um yeah. gorgeous no, no, woman. No, no. I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, definitely a face you want to see as much of as possible. That's why but they kept her, her alive. Came out, <laughs> and then they have that little moment during the meeting. Where you know she's right up front and 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 personal with with Tom Cruise's character, yeah. and it's like John Voight should have just blasted <laughs> away should've. Ethan Hunt at that point. Like, yes. what, was he setting him up already at that point? Yeah, there's a there's a line at the end of the uh, at the end of the movie. What John Voight said about his wife. Oh yeah, yeah. you remember that? Oh no, of course I remember that line. Uh, what Go did ahead. he say? I missed that. Okay, we'll get to it. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So please, Scott, continue. Oh, okay. So so. So, yeah, you know, um, they, they have to go and they're all going to go undercover. They have the roles. Tom Cruise is on point. You know, Ethan Hunt is on point. Uh, for some reason, that the hot the hot um, French lady is on transportation. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's one girl with glasses who I'm not sure if I even remember what her role was. She barely had anything in it. She was mm -hmm. watching. She was just mm -hmm. in there watching. Um, there was another Christian, Christian Scott Thomas. Mm -hmm. name. A uh, British actress who's, you know, pretty accomplished actress has a small role in this too as another yes. agent. She's mm -hmm. in the ball with uh with Tom Cruise. She's supposed to kind of be kind of his escort. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom Cruise is playing a senator, playing a senator from the U.S. Uh, pretty, pretty obviously Tom Cruise, but I think mm -hmm. he's acting okay in it. And then Emilio Estevez is a, is a tech guy. So he's like on top of an elevator, uh, Make, making the magic work and john voight is supposed to be back at uh home base uh watching watching all this on camera hey jack what are you doing I'm not doing anything i don't have control jack oh then i got a problem cut the power cut the power jack Come on, Jack. Cut the power. Jack. 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 Jack, you copy. Jack. Man down, Ethan. Man down. Yeah, right. I, I'd forgotten how soon they picked the team off, right? Yeah. And so, you know, I, I expected, I didn't think Emilio Estevez's, I wasn't aware how long he would last in the movie, his character, right? I forgot uh, that he, he didn't last long. And yeah, like you said, it was basically a, a cameo. He, he's, he's, they kill him off very gruesome to the way he, yeah. he's, he's but dead. you know, but you know, <laughs> at what point I knew he was going to die mm. when he was, showing off some tech to the other woman on his team yes, the one, the other yes. woman, and he made a comment of how lonely he was yes yes that's it i was like oh yeah. you're dead dude yeah 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 they, <laughs> they, means... they they tried to make him a little likable so you're like oh no not yeah. him and, and, and plus the... acknowledging that he has no ties no yeah. no woman nothing to go back to i was like dude you're gone yeah <laughs> well you know the, the whole thing starts going wrong right um 
Yeah, the, he's supposed to be kind of the guy working on the outside, uh, controlling the elevators, doing all this stuff. And all of a sudden, he has no control over anything. Mm -hmm. uh, the the elevator with him on top of it starts rising to the top. Some some reason these spike things come out of the top. I don't I don't know where those came from, but it looked like there was a lot of room. If he he was just like sitting straight up, if he would have like just like laid down, I don't think he would have died. <laughs> yeah, it's quite like, a well, bit of clearance. Yeah, well, uh, what are you doing, Estevez? Just just lay down, man. Didn't it's like he teach you anything. Yeah, I mean, for real. He basically just really looked up straight at yeah. that spike coming at his head, and I was like, <laughs> mm, I don't know. And I was actually surprised that they showed that split second yeah. scene of that yeah. spike hitting him in the face and, and and i was like wow that was a little gruesome like somebody in the crew really hated on emilio estevez yeah but, uh... and well you know and the other cia agent that dies so you know the, that happens estevez dies john voigt gets on there and starts telling uh tom cruise that he's leaving the safe house he's heading their way and the next thing you know he's telling tom cruise he's being followed to abort the mission abort the mission and uh, Tom Cruise is like, no, we're not aborting. We we got to get that knock list. You know, the the guy the guy has it. He's making a run for it. You know, he tells uh, the other agent, Kristen Kristen Scott Thomas, to go follow, go follow the guy, and he's going to go try to help John Voight. Mm -hmm. And then he gets up to a bridge with John Voight's on, and he sees John Voight looks like he's been shot, and he falls over into the water. And that was the, that was the clumsiest fall over that bridge. <laughs> he's man, an old man. Yeah. I giggled my ass off watching him do that little stunt. That was like, dude, you didn't even try. Like, it was so funny. Yeah. Um, and then Tom Cruise turns around and sees a car that he thought the French lady was in blow up. Mm. And uh, so he's rushing back. He, classic Tom Cruise of him running, running full, full steam. Uh, had a. Uh, at trying to get over there doing a tom cruise run mm. and uh then the, this uh the other girl sees the guy that she's fallen get pulled into her gate and she gets closer and he's been stabbed and the guy somebody on the other side has the the knockless in his hand and next thing you know she's dead she's been she's been stabbed too i don't know why she looked like she was like six feet away why would she what kind of CIA agent isn't this? You know, shouldn't she have a gun or shouldn't she like, you know, why, why would you walk up to the gate and just get stabbed too? Yeah. <laughs> With the exception of Ethan Hunt, this whole team was pretty questionable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, they're, they're not quite uh great CIA agents to start mm, with. Yeah. All right. So yeah, his team's all dead. Uh, Joe, you want to pick it up from here? I think after that he, um, so he discovered that um, they're all um, dead, I guess. I think what happened was, did he went, he went to the he went he, to the phone yeah, booth, right? He runs through a phone booth. We get to see a phone booth yeah. in the movie. What was <laughs> he doing? He was trying to do. A, he, I guess, phone booth. I think is... they have some kind of secret thing. I think that's also from the TV show. They like they would put something in the receiver, like a voice, voice. Yeah, gun. yeah, some something that's supposed to stop them from being traced or whatever. I don't know. Some right. some kind of secretive thing. So he called the um, the headquarter. I guess the. Um... I didn't see him put quarters this, in that in that machine, by the way. I didn't see him put any kind of money into did. that paper. He did. He did. Yeah, he put. He put yeah, he put. A, he put money in there. He put a quarter in there. Whatever that a coin. He's Ethan um, Hunt. He shouldn't have to pay. Yeah, he should have called collect. That would have been great. There you go. Uh, yeah. Well, he he called and he passed. Uh, he gave them the the code, the clearance, and then they they call him in to uh, have a debrief. Uh, so and and then he met the, one of the the head Hitch. agent. Kittredge yeah. is who's also Kittredge. in a lot of these uh, Mission Impossible. I think they may have killed him off in one of the the more recent ones, but he was in most of the Mission Impossible. Right. Movie. So, mm -hmm. and then the 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 place he met was pretty cool. The restaurant, the aquarium place, with the aquarium. Yeah. So it, it's 
Um, so when that, and then when he met the Kitrit, that's when he discovered that there was a setup. They were trying to find a mole in the agent, I guess. Yeah, the mm-hmm. IMF, an the IMF, I, the mole. IMF mole. Yeah. So um, that's when he discovered hmm. that. That's when they 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 thought that well, everybody in your team dies. So it's gotta be you. The, the only person alive is you. So I guess it was you that was the the mole. That's when. Uh, so the the gum we didn't talk about the the gum that was. Oh the, yeah, Amelia Estevez gave him that. Gave that gum. gum. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that yeah. that gum became a a bomb if you put it red and blue together and then. You know, yeah. they come. It safe. I mean, all you have to do is squeeze it together, and he's had, probably had it in his pocket all this time. I mean, I, I feel like Tom Cruise probably would have blown up at some point in this movie. Uh, as long as they don't touch each other, Scott. I think that's they, a, he, that's a I foil. only saw one piece, and then it comes back. He has it again at the end of the movie too. Celebration was fallen. Yeah. Moles deep inside, and like. You survived. I'll show you something, Ethan. Since your father's death, your family's farm has been in receivership. Now, suddenly, they're flush with over 120 grand in the bank. Your father's illness was supposed to have wiped out that bank account. Dying slowly in America, after all, can be a very expensive proposition. So, why don't we quietly get out of here and onto a plane? I can understand you're very upset. Kittredge, you've never seen me very upset. All right, Hunt. Enough is enough. You have bribed, cajoled, and killed, and you have done it using loyalties on the inside. You want to shake hands with the devil? That's fine with me. I just want to make sure that you do it in hell. So let me let me get this straight. So with this with this gum thing, when you put it together, it blows up. But wasn't it already together in one stick? Or yeah, it's so a one just... stick. You, you have to make fold those it. Colors mix. Yeah, you, you have to, to fold, fold the it. two colors together. Yeah. Well, that was magic yeah. of the movie. So all these okay. stunt scenes where Tom Cruise is I'll like flying it. around, falling, and doing all this stuff, you you don't think it would have like bent it together at one point? Oh. Mm, I don't know. Oh. That's a good question, Scott. So, so he he he's at the restaurant. He has to escape the restaurant, and he uses and, this uh, gum right. to blow so he, up the aquarium. Yeah, right. So then he again he did this this fast running uh, run away from the aquarium. Tom Cruise and, will run. That was cool looking though. When that aquarium yeah. blew up, and he's like the running fish and out everything. Yeah, that was that, well that done. Was a really well shot scene. Yeah, that, that was a very nice looking restaurant. I had to say. Um, <laughs> you sound really disappointed hard to that he had tanks. to blow it up. <laughs> uh, yeah, but they, they blow it up. So the the Bible was so he ran back to the 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 um the safe house, right? That was where they yeah the safe house, which mm-hmm. you, you would think that's, that's where they would look for him. But okay, okay, yeah, he right, went to the safe where, house. That's where John John Voy was at uh, at the beginning uh, doing the the um the uh, the operation. So when 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 he got to the safe house. And I'm a little bit confused about the Bible. Like, can you recall a conversation? Was that all from John Voight conversation that he had with Tom Cruise? No, it was. Um, what was it from? I think it was from Kittredge. So, yeah, Kittredge talked about it. The the John, was oh, it John? It, in the in while they were briefing. 
Yeah, yeah. He was, I think, no, when they were, yeah, in the, Kietrich talked about it when they were in the Aquarium place. And that, uh, that whatever that, that thing was, the, the passage from the Bible, but he didn't realize it was a passage from the Bible. Right. He just mentioned the job. Um, yeah. Uh, at, 314 or whatever yeah, whatever it was yeah. so so then that he recalled it from the bible and and the bible that he found in the safe house was a bible that john void had took it from somewhere before, before prior to to that well to this, um, that's a little bit later on but yeah so he goes into an aol chat room and mm -hmm. he uh, he starts putting in uh all was kind that, of that was AOL chat room. I think so. it was a group chat. I saw some people ask him what he was wearing and things like yeah. that in there. And it did look you know. like one. Yeah. <laughs> so so then he discovered that um that what he, the job three fourteen number was a code that he's supposed to enter as a contact in, uh, to contact someone. Yeah. Right. So that was a, what was her the person's name? The lady Max. Max. Yeah. To get yeah. to get a hold of Max, it's a, it's a this is a dealer who wants a knock, knock list. He's the one the person who uh, is paying the money for them to get the knock list. Right. She was the one that buying the information yeah. from. So um, without knowing any response or any kind of feedback, he just sent out a bunch of messages uh, in different languages, as you can see. Um, and then I think around four a.m. Uh, the lovely Claire show up. 4 a.m. Uh, yeah, like while he was passing out. I don't out know what time it was. Was because, it on the screen? Because they mentioned it, that she's... You see it in said, the chat? Well, no, no. She said that she well, she showed up to the safe house. And that was something that they all agree upon. If something happened, don't come back to the safe house until uh, 4 a.m. Oh, you're right. You're oh, right. So that's when... Joey so, yeah, so she show up, and he he thought that she was, you know, um, she survived. So she has to be one of the she you has know, to mold, which right? would make sense. You know, Tom Cruise, you you know that everyone else is dead, but and you know you didn't do it, so it's mm -hmm. got she's got to be a bad guy. But right, he fell for that hotness. Yeah, I would too. Um, yeah. but anyway, she showed up. He had a little, um, you know, um, a heated conversations with her, and then she convinced him that she wasn't. And she was supposed to be here if she's still alive at 4 a.m. Um, so that's that's so then this and then what happened after that? He so where did um, he sets up a deal to meet up with Max? OK, you know, he, so he went to see Max. Max, Max finally responds right. and then he right, right. sets up a, a deal to go meet meet up with Max and uh, try to pretend that he is that uh, Job guy again. Right. The actual Job person. And then, you know, once he gets there, he tells her, no, I'm not Job. Job failed, but I mm -hmm. won't fail. I'll go. I'll break into Langley where the knock list is at and and get it for you. But you have to pay me, you know, first he asked for 150K, which mm -hmm. seems kind of low, you know. Uh, <laughs> Even by 90. For the information. So. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, but he, he also got set up by Job uh, claiming that 100K got given to his parents Mm -hmm. And uh, put in their bank account, so they're trying trying to say he got set up over 100k too. That's also seems quite quite low, but right. he ends up what asking for 10 million to go break into Langley and get get the knock list. Right. So he had to prove to her that uh, it was a setup first, right? Because um, this the floppy disk that she she has was not a real um, yeah knock list. So that's when they agree on 10 million dollars and. And was this after that when he um, decided to assemble? Yeah, new, this is when team? he 
Yeah, he goes on to the, he's still hanging out at the safe house for, you know, the CIA, the IMF, they don't even think to look over there. He's using the, the computer there, doing everything. And he just goes online and types in like uh, disavowed, disavowed agents. And <laughs> it, it pops right up there. There was a, there was a really good name in there too. I'm going to see if I can find it in my notes. It was, it was, uh, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, I'll have to keep looking for it, but uh, yeah, it's it's just yeah, the list just pops up of of disavowed agents, and they can oh okay, this this guy, I'll go look for him. So so did he just handpick this uh, new team just out of the blue, or what just happened? How did he pick out Luther and you know? Well, um... the the French guy John Renault, who's in this movie, um, right, was uh the the hot lady, uh the hot agent. She recommended. She she said she recommended. She said she had worked uh, okay. with him before, which is you know kind of pays off because uh yeah he's a bad guy too. Right, and Luther is it's someone that he knew. No, I think he just pulled him out of the list. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe he knew who he was, but uh, yeah, th that was a little confusing because I I wasn't sure how did he pick these people because from the list you know I assume this is that the people that um in hiding or. Uh, are wanted by the the CIA or some you know well there was, uh, there was a one there was a guy on the list I found the name his name was Simon Staines I, <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was a good name Simon Staines okay oh, go I, ahead Joe I wish I, he was a real character in the movie, <laughs> um and then the so that he contacted them they showed up uh and when they show up you know right away that um who's the bad guy who who's you know when he, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kringer, uh, Jean Reno. Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah, I uh, don't know. Pull out the knife, and the knife looked exactly just like the well, knife that was that was stabbed. Take, yeah, well, it takes Tom Cruise a little while to, to realize this, but yeah, mm -hmm. it does look exactly like the knife that killed his uh, his agent friend. Right. So this movie, if you never watched it before, you watch for the first time. It's so it's very predictable, like what's gonna happen. Really, I, I I don't know. I think I remember watching this and being like, oh, okay, being being surprised by a lot of it. You know, I I I think the scene where they reveal what Tom Cruise like in his head is like mm -hmm. thinking in his mind what would have actually happened. I thought that was pretty clever, and I you know I think the first time I saw it. I mean, I was young and dumb. It was ninety six. I what, like 20, <laughs> 20, 23 or something like that. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. So but while I, he was while he's talking to um, John Voy, he was he's pictured these images of yeah. what could have happened, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But anyways, we skip forward to oh yeah yeah wait wait forward. So he really put a team together, and that's this is when he uh, planned out the impossible mission. To which team is is dun, with dun, Ving dun, Rhames, dun, dun, yeah, dun. and Leon the Professional, dun, dun. yes. Yeah. Relax, Luther. It's much worse than you think. The terminal is in a black vault lockdown. The only person allowed in the room has to pass through a series of security checks. William Donlow. The first is a voice print identification and a six-digit access code. This only gets him into the outer room. Next, he has to pass a retinal scan. And finally, the intrusion countermeasures are only deactivated by a double electronic key card, which we won't have. Now, inside the black vault, there are three systems operating whenever the technician is out of the room. The first is sound sensitive. Anything above a whisper sets it off. The second system detects any increase in temperature, 
Even the body heat of an unauthorized person in the room will trigger it if the temperature rises just a single degree. Now that temperature is controlled by the air conditioning coming in through an overhead duct 30 feet above the floor. That vent is guarded by a laser net. The third system is on the floor and is pressure sensitive. The slightest increase in weight will trigger the alarm. And any one of these systems, if set off, will activate an automatic lockdown. Now, believe me when I tell you, gentlemen, all three systems are state-of-the-art. And you really think we can do this? We're going to do it. <laughs> so, um, and then this is when Tom Cruise, I thought this is an every Mission Impossible movie where they start talking about the, how to, you know, break into some place and yeah. the, way, the, the most impossible way to get into certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, break into uh, CIA headquarters of all yes, things. Uh, right. of all things. Yeah. So June, this is good part of it. Okay, part well, let, let June take over. Oh, you're in trouble now. <laughs> I did just watch the movie. Doesn't mean I really remember any of it. Okay, so let's see where this goes. Um, they make this plan to break into the CIA headquarters in Virginia, is it? Mm-hmm. Yes. And of course, you know, no one really believes they can do it, but right. they did it. Um, and this is probably the most famous scene in the movie. It was in all the trailers where they, mm-hmm. you know, they they go through the air ducts. Um, this room that they have to break into to get the information from the computer in that room, um, heavily guarded, lasers um, on the air duct, um, yeah. pressure sensitive. So it's like heat sensitive, heat mm-hmm. sensitive. They have to be, has to remain at a certain temperature or within a certain temperature range. Can I go over 72? Yeah. 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 It can't be too loud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certain decibels yes. set off the alarm too. So mm-hmm. I got to say, that was pretty well thought out for the plot mm-hmm. of this movie, how hard it was to get into this room, unless you were authorized, of course. Yeah. And so, they had, I'm sorry, go uh, ahead, Joe. Uh, I was going to point out one thing. Um, yes. But I, so in, in the scene where when the, the guy that got in, uh, into the room, mm-hmm. um, so when, when there's nobody in the room, the lights turn on, right? You don't see the yeah. floor. But what? But when the agent got into the room, the, the floor is, is more reflective. And I was watching it with Elle, Elle, and she's like, can he not see the reflection of him above him? Oh, that's true. That so is that a was, good point. That was a good no, point. I mean, the, Tom Cruise is only like five feet above him. I, I think you would notice somebody hanging there, even, even if you did yeah. not look down, even looking straight forward. Yeah, there is such a thing as peripheral vision. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I mean, if especially if you're in a room that you're used to being in, mm-hmm. and even if you're not looking at a certain direction, even a little thing off. He was dressed all in black. Mm-hmm. It's a white room. So, I mean, mm-hmm. when you notice, even out of the corner of your eye, something right. dark and just hanging there. But, you know, yeah, Scientology. <laughs> well, you know, we, we also <laughs> missed that, you know, how they got in there was uh, they um, they faked like the firefighters. Yeah, they, yes. And they, they get in there and uh, the the hot French lady is separated from the other two. And uh, she she changes into a sexy CIA outfit. Did she and, drug uh, the guy? Or? He drugs the guy. So she she's like walking, following him in the cafeteria. He gets coffee and a newspaper, sits down at a table. She sits like one foot away from him, like mm-hmm. right up on him. 
uh, in that scene, she has a notepad right in front of her. And I paused it, looked at the notepad. There was just like doodles on the notepad. It looks like she just has like a bunch of lines. Like she, and she's looked like she's like doing some kind of work, but she just has like lines with arrows on it all around her notepad. <laughs> like, what the hell is that? And he's like an inch away from her. And he, you know, she puts a little something in his drink. Yeah. And, and, and that was probably the most unbelievable part of the plan because <laughs> that hot girl would not sit next to that guy. Yes. <laughs> he sat right out of all the places to sit in that. I guess it was true, some kind true. of break room. And, right. and, you know, there was a lot of spaces where she could have said it wasn't like it was packed that day or at that moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she sat very close to him. And, and that would have been something to me that, I mean, <laughs> this is a gorgeous woman. Yes. You know, so, I mean, it's pretty hard to ignore, but, you know. Yeah, I I would check myself, too, if if I was him, then some hot girl sit next to me. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, for sure it's a setup. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way she's sitting next to me for now. Yeah. I mean, if it was Joey P in that scene, this plan would have never gone off. Oh, yeah. I would would call right out. Who's your girl? (laughs) You know, this is wrong. I'm not hot. (laughs) Are you you a prostitute? (laughs) (laughs) Who pay you? But yeah, and and then she managed to put a little tap something on his shoulder, like a little chip, right? Which was a sensor, I guess, so that Ving Rames could track his location at at any given moment. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, but even then he's like had no idea. And and, and it's like normal day as usual. Yeah. No turn oh, around yeah. say, did you a gorgeous woman just tap me in the shoulder? I would text my friend right away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jojo would be texting me. Scott, Scott. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, yeah, absolutely. We oh, we no, we no. know Joey P would have given up the the, the, the Oh yeah, actually all she had to do just ask you. Yeah, here's yes. my card. Here's my key. <laughs> all card. she has to do just ask. I would we, bring her in. <laughs> we can skip the drugging, skip the chip. It's all yours. All so, right, that's pretty bad. Okay, so anyways, um, oh yeah, June, June was June was describing what what happened. I was. Oh yeah, you were you were uh you had us in the room with Tom. The famous Cruise, scene. Like, yeah, Tom, oh, Tom Cruise that, is hanging from a rope. Well, that and, means uh, if I'm if I'm doing the plot, that means we're highway into the danger zone. <laughs> where sure. the hell is that rat coming from? I don't know. Lately, <laughs> so, has got a bug. No, thank you, problem. Joey P. Thank you. Because I was like, this is the clean, these are the cleanest exactly. air ducts I'd ever seen. A rat would have no reason to be up there. No right. food source, no mm-hmm. nothing. I mean, it was, I mean, like it, it must have smelled like roses in there. And out of nowhere, this this rat just like, hey, who are these guys breaking into this room? Let me try to disrupt this as much as possible. Yeah. Um, trying yeah. to get Leon the professional's autograph while he's trying <laughs> to work and hold up Tom Cruise in this room. And of course, he, you know, he freaks out um, Mm -hmm. and gives off some of the slack in the rope. Mm -hmm. And Tom Cruise falls mere inches away from the floor, which I got to give credit to Cruise. Again, this man's physicality, Mm -hmm. his stamina is it. I mean, I would have been all over that floor. How old was he then at that time? You know, what's that? I think he was his 30s. So that was what, 96. And he, I I think he's around 60 now. So yeah, that's uh, that's uh, like around close to thirty years. Twenty seven years ago, yeah, yeah. But back then, okay. I mean, he was he was even then he was still, he was doing impossible shit. Mm-hmm. You know, to be to be that close to the floor, hanging by a rope, oh, yeah. and not having any part of your body touch the floor that's a mere minch- a mere few inches under you, 
That's quite a feat, man. That that well, that's so. The, in the trivia for this movie, um, apparently Tom Cruise kept hitting his head on the floor. Oh yeah, uh, oh, I would imagine. So. He, he did it over and over, and finally Tom Cruise came up with the idea to put coins in his shoes to weigh his shoes down so he'd be more balanced. Really? Oh. That, that that's so Tom Cruise solved the mission himself. Scientology at work, baby. Yes, you know. Um, hey man, that's very smart. And you know, laws of science. It makes sense because I was like. It'd be pretty hard to have that kind of control over, you know, if you're 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 hanging by one rope, mm-hmm. and so your your body, you know, by default is going to kind of swing a little wildly, and you're only going to have so much control, and and either your knee or your toe tips or something's going to hit the floor. They they pulled that off very well, very smart. Kudos to Mr. Cruz. Oh, wow, yeah. very well thought out. Um. So, so he gets he gets his floppy disk really. Yes. I mean, yeah, there's a the guy the guy gets sick, right? The guy the guy uh, whatever she put in his coffee makes him go to the bathroom, makes him throw up. So he's mm-hmm. not he's not in the room. Gives him more time. He comes in, but then runs right back out again. And yeah, uh, yeah they they get their floppy disk. For some reason, Cruz has two floppy disks on him, and he only needs one because you know you, you never know prepared. how much information he needs. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> he may, maybe do those floppy, floppy disks disc. didn't carry too much info. Man. That's true. That's true. <laughs> From what I like remember. 20 names, it, it's full. Yeah, I think I saw on the <laughs> label it was like 256 megabytes. <laughs> really? And I was it got, like, I it'll just... only hold like two dozen names and then it was full. <laughs> exactly. Was, I, I left my awesome. ass off saying that. But um, they make it, they leave in a fire truck, the fire truck that they came in because they did pretend to be firefighters to get in the but, building. So shouldn't why would a fire the firemen be leaving the fire? And then they'll, they'll all dress up in the fire and they they drive away from the uh, the fire. Yeah, they, they, well, it's a false alarm, Scott. It was just a smoke. Well, they left when the mm-hmm. place was still smoking, and, and then they left and got in the in the fire truck and took off. Yeah, what kind of firemen are these? Listen, mm-hmm. anytime we come across some unbelievable shit in this movie, the answer is Scientology. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's always the answer. Okay, so they leave it now. There was that little scene, and they 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 zoom in on their faces as they're escaping in the fire truck. Oh, I shouldn't say escaping; they're driving away. They mm-hmm. looked quite smug, especially Leon, the professional. He had an for somebody who almost effed up the mission. Because remember, he dropped the knife. Mm-hmm. Oh that yeah, gave the whole thing away. Yeah, landed on the table. Moment. Well, landed I think on it, the it table. did give it away anyways. The guy did see it just like a, a second or so later and sound the alarms. So for mm-hmm. somebody who almost effed up the mission badly, he was quite smug driving that fire truck. I was like, yeah. if I was Ving Rames and company, I would have. It would have just been glaring stares at him mm-hmm. and be like, "This means a decrease in your cut." of the mission you know but whatever um so they leave they get the information and they go is it is it to a different safe house is it the same safe house no it's got to be a different one it's got to be back in the u.s now well this is yeah this is back in virginia yeah yeah and um he's typing away he's uh i don't know what he's making contacts and making deals tom cruise contact yeah he was contacting max making friends on the chat list on the yes. chat chat room watching porn yeah, yeah. tuning into a uh, joe ap's uh well only I, fans. I mean it's very hard to download porn back in back then i'm sure <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> on aol it, it would take a couple it hours takes a while I think, yeah i remember my, one of my colleagues whom i used to work one of your colleagues yes. sure sure <laughs> he would say that he had to download it before he leave to work and then so when he go home at night that movie would be done <laughs> your friend my friend whom my i friend. clear set of priorities he sleeps with every night and his mm. name joe yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
But, and okay, so, so back to back in Mission Impossible. Yes, oh, yeah. Yes. So they're they're in there, and then what? Jean Renault tries to be like, uh, I need to go to the meeting. I need to be part of your meeting with mm-hmm. Max. Uh, mm-hmm. I have the knockless. I'm I'm holding the the floppy disk in my hand. So you know, uh, who says I have to give it back to you unless you bring me to the meeting? Mm-hmm. And then Tom Cruise goes through a whole thing where sleight of hand. He's like, he's like, did I? You think I would give you the knocklist? The you magic know? hand does a whole bunch of magic hand, and also the trivia for this movie. He actually did all those. Those are all his own little magic stunts. That... I was going to ask, wow. was that some special effect? Nope. But I was like, knowing, I was thinking during that scene, I was like, knowing Tom Cruise, he learned how to do that shit for real. Yep. Tom Cruise is like five foot six. His hands got to be really short and stubby. How did he manage to hide the floppy disk? <laughs> you know, it wasn't it, a floppy disk. Wasn't it like a CD at that point, though? I'm not uh, sure. Yeah, it, I'm it, not was, sure. it was Maybe like it was, a square. Yeah, you're right. I square think it is disc. a CD. Yeah, no, no, it was, it was, a, a, it was a square holder with a CD inside of it. Like yeah. I could be like... wrong. I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm not known for my attention to detail. We all know this. <laughs> so no, it but... wasn't a floppy disk. Yeah, you're right. It's definitely a CD. Okay. So the floppy disk, in case our listener doesn't know, some of our listener, it's a bit bigger. <laughs> it's like a, it's like six or four inches square right and it's one piece it's square yeah. and it's it's like one one whole piece and then this, this um, was inside a case this is a disc right this is yeah. a disc, yeah, a disc a in a case disc. yeah it's a disc Okay. Yeah. Uh, Listen. The answer to that is Google that shit. If you don't know Google, okay, we don't got time to be explaining floppy disks to you. Um, But thank you. Yeah, we're not going to explain to you what a a payphone is next. Trust me. Yeah, you're going to have to look that up yourself too, because I'm sure you have no idea what a payphone is either. Phone booth? What? What is that? Do you actually think I'd let you have the knock list? Try any sleight of hand with my money. I'll cut your throat. So. After the sleight of hand, Tom Cruise did so well. I gotta say, he did a good job. Yeah, it was it was pretty slick. Um, yeah. He cons uh, Leon the professional into thinking that you know he didn't have the the whatever list on the CD, and uh, he storms off, throws the CD that he had in his hand, thinking it was a. But it actually ended up being the actual right disc. Tom mm-hmm. Cruise, he's a wily one. Oh yeah. Um, and he ends up giving it to the to Ving Rhames character because mm-hmm. he's that's probably the only person he can trust at that point. Um, and from there, somebody take it because I have no well, idea. Well, so from there, he decides to uh, call uh, the the Kittredge, the guy, the head yes. of uh, IMF, yeah. to mm-hmm. to kind of like he he wants Kittredge to come and be a part of this. You know, he he needs he needs Kittredge at the meeting. Also, to well, to, he's trying to trap the the most. Yeah, to still. trap trap Max, but he also, you know, he needs to get his name cleared as well. Mm-hmm. So he uh, he calls Kittredge basically, so Kittredge knows he's in London. He'll trace the call to London, mm-hmm. and lo and behold, in the phone booth next to him is John Boyd. Mm-hmm. You know, Tom Cruise hangs up <laughs> at the last second, the, so they couldn't trace his exact location. John Voigt's next to him. And no. John Voigt's telling him, oh, Kittredge is the bad guy. It was Kittredge. He's faking like he's been shot. He's, he has a he has a, a sling on his shoulder, on his arm. And he's pretending mm-hmm. like he's like coughing and sick. And uh, Tom Cruise, in his mind, this is where Tom Cruise is running through the whole mission that, that fell apart when, the, when his team died. And in his what? mind, he's seeing that it is John Voigt is the one that was behind. The right. Movie. He was like convinced that it was uh, whatever John Voigt was saying. He wasn't convinced yeah. that it was so uh, recreating real. the whole thing in his head. John yeah, Voigt yeah. faking like he shot himself, putting fake blood on himself. And then know, falling, badly, badly fell off the bridge. Falling, like fall, falling very slowly off a bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then then he even thinks that his French uh, girlfriend there 
Uh, he even sees in his mind her blowing up and killing the other girl on the team. Mm. But then he changes his mind and then imagines John Voight. No, no, she couldn't do it. Imagines yeah. John Voight coming out and blowing up the car and not not the not his wife. So the, po uh, the power of a beautiful woman. Oh yeah, is yeah. a strong one. Persuasive yeah. man. Yeah. To, 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 he's like, no, it can't be her because I haven't yeah. slept with her yet. I have to yeah. get some action first. Yeah, but before... he's soon to fix that. So he he oh, he yes. sends uh, John Voight off. <laughs> tells John Voight, okay, you need to go rest. Go back to the hotel and rest. Uh, I, I, I'm going to do this mission. I'll keep you informed. So then he goes back and sure enough, she's waiting for him and it's on, you know, mm -hmm. she's, she's acting concerned for him and Tom Cruise falls for it and right, right to bed. And he we just, know, you know, this is how we mourn a loved one. No. Yeah. No, she, <laughs> she, she was, uh, she was, she got over that husband being dead right away. Yes. You were gonna say Joey P. I'm sorry. No, I, I mean that scene was very lame. I mean they were just they were oh, just you, you 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 were hoping for a sex scene. I was hoping more than that. Yeah. Oh, more more <laughs> than a sex scene, really? No, more All than right. hand holding. <laughs> oh, okay. Ah, uh, uh, okay. But anyways, hey, you uh, got to see the director's cut, Joe. The director's cut's different. You gotta <laughs> look, look it up, Joe. You should watch it. <laughs> so so that's when uh, so um. This is when they agreed to meet on the train, right? To um, yes, yeah. Now, the, now they're going to the be on the train. Yeah, yeah. Which is a neat scene. You got a, a bunch of different things going on. You have uh, Tom Cruise there with his team. You have um, Max there with her people. Then and you then, have it looks like John Voight uh, in a in a sidecar. You know, getting his gun ready, putting his coat on. Mm -hmm. um, and then you got Luther in in the scene. You know, kind of. Well, Tom Cruise was in this guy. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so Tom Cruise calls her and tells her, hey, you know, the knock list, I, I put it underneath your seat, which, you know, mm -hmm. okay, that seems a really safe place to put a, all the CIA <laughs> uh, things in. Yeah, it's, it's just underneath your seat. So she grabs it, starts using it, but at the same time, Luther is blocking it so she can't transmit it. She's trying to download mm -hmm. it to send it somewhere, and he's he's using some kind of device to block it. And at the same time, Kittredge is going around looking for people. Mm -hmm. But they don't know who Max is because... They never, I mean, yeah, they think Max is probably a guy, but it's, it's mm -hmm. a woman. Yeah. And at the same time, they're heading close to the channel and she's trying to download it before they get into the tunnel. And, uh, and at the same time, you know, he, uh, what, what happens? Oh, the French, the wife, the wife is, uh, is told to go meet John Voigt in the back car. She shows up at mm -hmm. the back of the, the back car to meet John Voight. She thinks John Voight's there and she's telling him, hey, we don't have to kill Ethan Hunt. Let's, let's just get out of here. We have the money. Let, right. let's, just, let's just take off. It's just show that she also had a feeling for him. Well, I don't know. I don't know. She's just like, she was also saying at the same time is, hey, you know, we he's going to get blamed for this anyways. Let's get out of here. Right? We don't have to kill him. We'll just take right. off. Her, her and, acting uh, was so bad. That yeah, we're not sure. Came across yeah, not sure if she's bad or if she's, yeah, if she likes it. Admittingly, I will have to admit, I cheated a little bit because we did set a certain time to record this episode. Mm -hmm. And so it was, uh, uh, it was fat. It was quickly approaching this time. And I was like, okay, I'm going to have to sacrifice a few scenes. <laughs> so this was one of those scenes that I forwarded. Like, so I don't know what happened to her. I don't oh, remember. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. okay. So, please uh, elaborate. so this is a scene where um, John Voy was saying that um, about his wife that, you know, she had, she was questioning whether or not she can seduce Tom Cruise. But according to the husband, John Voice said that, uh, what is it? Um, uh, he was convinced 
after because he have tasted the, the good, something like yeah. that. It, mm. He 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 knew I I knew you would fall for because I've tasted the goods. I've, yeah, I, I've tasted the goods before. Okay. Yeah, so that's I know. <laughs> yeah. So John John Voight was in the whole time. You know, Tom Cruise is trying to you know get this out of her, get this confession. He reveals that hey, no, it's me, not John Voight. And she's mm -hmm. like, oh crap. And sure enough, John Voight was hiding there also watching this whole thing. Comes out at, at gunpoint and holds it, uh, you know, holds uh, Tom Cruise at gunpoint. You know, and this is when he tells him, yeah, yeah, I knew you would fall for my wife. I, I knew I knew that uh, that she could do her job. Mm -hmm. and, and she's still like, hey, you know, let's let's just not kill him. Let's just get out of here. And John Voight just shoots her. This fly <laughs> just turns and just shoots her dead. Uh, then knocks out Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise charges at him. Old man John Voight like quickly knocks him out and then takes off, you know, gets out, gets out of the, the uh, train car. Mm. He could have shot Tom Cruise right then. He could have just killed him and then walked out, said Ethan Hunt's gone, you know, mm -hmm. doesn't shoot him, lets him ch end up chasing him on top of the train, which is a pretty neat scene because, you know, like every movie. We just did the India India Jones movie. He's on top of a train, no problem. Just you know, we're walking like yeah. it's no big deal. This they're one, they're on flips, top of the train, they're doing and, handstands. It's like no. Yeah, problem. this one is like it's a struggle. You can't even stand on the train when you're up there. Mm -hmm. You know, you they have to to basically crawl to get to the back of the train. It's more realistic. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. Was. It's a filmed yeah. quite well too. Still held up for yeah. the most mm -hmm. part. Yeah, more realistic until just about now when the, the helicopter shows up. Well, yeah, to, to I come get John Voight and uh, Tom Cruise uh, maneuvers himself so he can get down there, attaches the helicopter to the train. Mm -hmm. So now the helicopter is stuck on the train, and uh, John Voight is still. Hey, I'm I'm getting on the helicopter. I don't care that it's, I I don't know why you would jump onto the helicopter when when it's attached to a train, but he jumps onto the rail of the helicopter. And then Tom Cruise follows him, does the same thing. No, I think at that point, wasn't they already released the hook? No, the hook was it was it was hooked to the train. They got into the, the tunnel, through. right? And yeah, they got into the tunnel. It was still hooked. It was still hooked onto the onto the train then. Oh, and I thought it, I thought John Voight had unhooked it. That's when he mm. climbed up to the helicopter. I think he did. I don't know whether he he unhooked it or he cut that line or something to that line. effect because yeah. he, the, the helicopter did get loose somehow. Yeah, but they, were already in, they were in the channel already at that yeah. time. Right. Yes, yes, yes. But this guy got to be the best helicopter pilot ever. Yeah, oh, he right? was. It's a, the helicopter's like scraping the top of the tunnel. Oh, no and, big deal. And he managed to stabilize on. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Cruise jumps on it too. And then he uses his gum. He uses the yeah. magical gum, puts it on the helicopter and... Uh, and then he jumps uh, off oh, he the helicopter. Jump. The explosion, the explosion blew him pushes off. him on, back onto the train. Mm -hmm. And the helicopter still, even though it explodes underneath it, is still hanging in the air for a little while mm -hmm. until you know John Voight's holding onto the bottom rung of the helicopter, and then he 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 gets a, a run into the railroad. Scrape, yeah, yeah, that, that was kind of cool. And mistake that scene is pretty gross, gruesome, gruesome too. M mistake oh. me, mistake me, mistake <laughs> me. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. with that helicopter and once it blew up right and and this is like a high-speed train it's like a boat yes. train or something, mm -hmm. right? something so like that. once it blows up and is not stabilized anymore it's in shreds or whatever wouldn't it slow down and fall behind it wouldn't get yeah, faster and almost yeah get off. faster the blade <laughs> almost gets tom cruise but it's yeah. pretty cool looking scene you know the, the yeah, blade it was done well yeah it stopped right in front of him Right, right, right to his almost to his neck, you know, yeah. stops yes. like a couple inches from his neck. 
Yes, and they stop the train. The train mm-hmm. stops at that point, yeah. and we get that little funny scene with the conductor. We see him through the window, Pass and he out. and he yeah. just passes out. He looked like a scene? cartoon character from like yes. uh, like Ratatouille or something. Exactly, <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> he really did. He really. You know did. that he got credit in the movie, but uh, uh, that if you look on the cast, the list, uh-huh. he's known for the train engineer, uh. and, and then um, Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Uh um does does not have it's uncredited. He was uncredited. It's a, it's a guest star. It was a surprise. Yeah. I think they did that on purpose because you know at that time Emilio Estevez was a pretty popular actor. Yeah, and he I was think, still uh, a big name at that point. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I think they they wanted you know the audience not to know he was in it. And the first time mm-hmm. you see him, you're like, oh crap, he's in it. And also you don't as a you know when you saw in the theater the first time you probably were like oh he's gonna be a main character and he gets killed you know 10 minutes into the movie so uh, yeah, surprise, surprise. surprise. Yes. okay yes. that makes sense and that and brings he... us basically to the ending of the film doesn't it yeah yeah pretty well much. yeah and then moving moving forward to a scene where tom cruise on the plane uh going somewhere well before get... that he meets with ving rames he right. meets with Kittredge too, right? Doesn't he meet Kittredge and Kittredge basically? Claire's name, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, but then he meets up with Ving Rames and uh, what did he and Ving Rames, Did he make out with Ving Rames or what happened? Uh, I there? think they played footsie under the yeah, yeah table. a little bit. Yeah. Okay, they kissed. They, they kissed each other's ass for a little bit. He run. He he leaves, getting back to the states, I guess. Oh, yeah. we're already in the states. I don't know. But he, yeah, he no, he's on a oh. He, no, they were back in Europe. I think he met he met them, uh, Max and all of them back in, in Europe. They're, yeah, they're going to London, remember? They were about to yes, go on yes, the channel yes. to, to you know, right. from, yeah, from Paris to London. And uh, on the plane, he's presented with an opportunity to watch a movie, just mm-hmm. like John Voight did <laughs> He said, no thanks, but they're like, no, too bad. The same seat, the same studios. Yeah, yeah, yes. same uh, four by four television screen. He's going to watch mm. a movie. Yes. <laughs> and the movie ends. Cute yeah. theme song. Yeah. Um, well, shit, time to go into how good was it, unless you want to make a few observations about the film in general before we go well, into Well, you want to talk a little bit about, like, um, casting? Well, no, 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 not yet. No? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Joe, we but, June, you can cut that out, June. After we, yeah, after we review the movie, then we're going to go into the casting part. All right, who's going to review first? Well, I, we can talk about the movie a little bit first, I, I think, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you it, want to just go into reviews? We will cut. We'll edit all this part out, Joe. Don't worry. Jesus Christ! I thought we were professional at this. By this, I point. know. Didn't we have a routine? Yeah, um, I think normally we would kind of babble a little bit about like the movie before we actually got into the reviews. But um, we usually do. Uh, well, yeah. one of us, and it's usually me. I'll start giving opinions on certain scenes yeah. and things because you know. Well, we can talk about some things. Like we didn't really bring up the director. I mean, this is Brian, Brian De Palma. Yeah, who's a uh, yes. Yeah, this this movie is directed by Brian De Palma, and I it's it's really well done. I think you know, it, he really he's great at building tension, and uh, you know the the movie. Even though I knew what was going to happen, it's still kind of on my edge edge of the seat watching it. You know, it, even the score too. The score was quite good. It was Danny Elfman did the score. For Danny this. Elfman, yes. And uh, you know, it, it really the, between the music and the way it was shot. You know, the way he frames stuff and. It's really he's a really interesting director he he had a really great run in the 80s and the in the 90s and then i don't know what happened in the last like 20 years or so but he he made a few duds i remember he made that snake eyes movie with nick cage and did a Which few other movies a little bad just, yeah yeah that just didn't do well but 
man, he he was another guy from the late seventies through most of the eighties. He had a he had a great run of movies. Yeah, man. I mean, Dress yeah. to Kill. Yeah, um, yeah. Body oh, he did, Double. He did, yeah, what, what was the? Did he do a Vietnam movie too that was really popular? Platoon. Uh, which one? Was it Platoon? No, no, the, the other one. Um, mm, I'm oh, have to look it up now. Time but for yeah. IMDb. <laughs> yeah, of course, I go right to IMDb on this. But yeah, he did Body Double. Uh, you know, of course, Snake Eyes. He did a his last movie was a Mel Gibson Mel Gibson movie called Domino. Which was oh, that uh, I never saw. Yeah, but yeah, he, he did, did Car- have a good Carlitos. Oh no, what am I talking about? He did. Uh, he did. Um, Scarface. Oh, he, he, he did. did yeah, yeah, Scarface. Jesus and he Christ, did how Carlitos, can we right? the... Casualties of War was a Vietnam movie that he did. He did. Oh, Untouchables. that was good. The Untouchables is a great movie. Yeah, you know? still he, holds up that movie. Yeah, I no, mean, he, we may uh, have to reserve that for another episode. Actually, he did that. Um, that John. Uh, the. John Travolta movie you, you and I talked about a few episodes ago with uh, Nighthawks uh, blowout Piss off. Oh, blowout blowout. Where, oh. where he's uh where he's oh, like Nighthawks was Stallone, the, yeah sorry. yeah but it was the one that I thought Nighthawks was about where he's uh, John Travolta is like listening in on people yes and, yeah that yeah, was so, a good movie no, yeah I mean yeah he, he was on a streak there you know carry. from the late 70s going to yeah 70s 80s he, he was but you know I guess everybody has their day and then they kind of wind down but this was a nice comeback for him in in, in some ways, I guess. I mean, I probably it. made the most money of any of his movies, I would think. You know, I'm yeah. sure this was a big hit. Yeah. So this movie's job. budget was 289, 290 million dollar. Really? Yeah. That high? That's really high. You sure that's not the nineties? Yeah, the like budget it. for this movie is 290 wow. million dollar. Wow, 90, that's really excessive for that time. I mean, that's a big yeah. budget now. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. Wow, that's surprising. Um, but I and don't remember it did very well at the box office. Three point five billion. What? Are you sure? I think I think sure? you messed up something, Joe. Box office of three point five seven billion. No the budget. No. No. no that would wrong. that would have put it at <laughs> one of the highest grossing, if not at the time, yeah. the highest. Oh no no film, film series. Maybe that's combined. Yeah, it's probably the whole oh, series. Thank you, that, Joe. Yeah. Oh, oh my bad, my bad. But so the, it was the budget was 80 million and it grossed 181 million. That sounds and worldwide gross was 457 million, that which was really U- good US gross time. was 180, but yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, wow, that's impressive yeah. for that time period. That's that's that wow. is blockbuster for sure. Mm-hmm. This was this movie was a big deal at the time, it, it really struck a chord. Everybody was talking about it, I remember. Um, it, it was it was and it still holds up. It, it was very well done. Brian De Palma, you know, he, he showed that he still had the chops and still had what it takes to. And especially this was kind of a different movie. Again, go reference um, referencing how we began in this uh, half of the episode. Um, and, you know, even though it was kind of uh, there was that campiness and corniness in some part, especially when it came to in terms of some of the actors. Um, they did a great job of updating the whole concept behind the TV series. Yeah. You know, they, at the time, this was like a modernizing of the concept and they did a great job. Oh, yeah. The TV series was very cheesy and, you oh, know, yeah. it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't super well made. And, yeah, they 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 did make it. They made it nice. And I think Tom Cruise eventually I don't know, maybe he's the one that wanted to change, get away from like like kind of being like the TV series, because really. 
the second one they do a lot of the mass stuff there's some some of it's like it but then after that they really get away from uh the, oh yeah the it's, it's almost like a i think the newer ones are more like a born identity movies and mm -hmm. then they're like mission impossible movies yeah when did tom cruise start producing the uh, the mission impossible i uh, think he produced this one yeah he, no he yeah he was already he, a huge star by then yeah okay yeah, yeah, he no, was he... able to call shots, but it was like uh, by the third, to, I would say even more likely by the fourth yeah. uh, installment in the franchise, they totally took it away from the TV series. It became its own thing yeah, and uh, became Tom Cruise's thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And, and you know, to the to the benefit of the franchise. I mean, look, we're, we're still talking about it and we're about to watch a new installment oh, as we I'm speak. You know, super excited for it. But they are way different. I. You know, I, I've watched the first two now and I'm going to watch uh, three through six before we see seven. And, you know, I, I've seen the the last three more recently. And, yeah, the tone is totally different. And, uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's better. I I, I think, you know, I, I really enjoyed this first the first one. So I, I'm not going to say it's they're better than this one, but they're they're on par. Yeah, yeah, and 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 going back to the second one, you were you were you were mentioning how how it's still yeah, how how that's dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, well, it makes me want to watch it more, Scott. Oh, no, you should watch it, Joe. Well, just it, out of morbid curiosity, you're right, Joe. right? Um, but but um, interesting. You know, I watched the trailer for it earlier today, mm -hmm. and I was like, the trailer looked badass. <laughs> it looked it really set you up. I remember the excitement. It was like, whoa, John Woo, Tom Cruise. This was a no-brainer at the time, and whoa, it was quite. Well, you should watch it then. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> no, I'm opinion, scared but, to now. Yeah. After watching the trailer, I'm like, Damn I, I don't be remember the, disappointed. The, the scene where the uh, motorcycle racing, the same bike that was on the street, but then that's one scene where they be that was off-road, and if any biker bikers would notice that they switched the tire to like a different tires. Yeah. Well, do you remember? Bike. Do you remember how the trailer started with him climbing that 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 mountain? Yeah, the yeah. Like hand, and you mm -hmm. know he's hanging off the cliff by like mm -hmm. a finger or whatever. Right, that's... you know it really set it up for some some you know some electrifying shit. And mm -hmm. obviously, according to Scott, it didn't deliver to go up <laughs> so. to to go up that high to get the um the mission. Yeah. Uh, that's no, going... but, oh yeah, he does get it. He they they so they follow that, him there or. He's on vacation and just mountain climbing. Oh, he, got, okay. he grew his mullet out. He's got nice long hair in this. Mm -hmm. And he uh, gets to the top. You know, he's he's free, uh, free soloing it up to the top of the Grand Canyon. And a helicopter shows up. They shoot a missile out of the helicopter. It mm -hmm. lands in the ground. And then he unscrews the thing. And there's sunglasses. He's really cheesy, yeah. really 2000 looking Oakley, Oakley. Oakley's. The, the, the first version on. of Google Lens. Yep. People. Yep. He puts <laughs> it on. And yeah, he gets to see what he, I think he just hears a mission. I, I don't know what it is. No, he, he, he sees from his glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And he then sees they, some kind of readout or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then he yeah. takes them off and, you know, they tell you he's going to destruct in five seconds. So he throws it at the camera and mm -hmm. it is in slow mo and then it blows up. It's mm -hmm. uh it's a really bad scene. <laughs> Joe, Joe seems very, to remember it quite fondly. So very I, John I, Vu. Oh, yeah. I remember that scene quite well, Scott. Uh -huh. Um at but at the end of this part one, uh when he was watching that um short film, mm -hmm. uh it was about a tr a movie about going to Cuba, right? And if you remember he was the, watching a movie? Well, when the uh, flight attendant came and offered him a movie. Yeah, 
Did they and show? Uh, yeah, I don't think they showed. I don't, they didn't show, but she said, "How about um, uh, something okay. about Cuba?" Uh, I got you. Oh. So that's why? What, and that's when he realizes something's up, right? The mission, right, that. right. Yeah, yeah. I would think that part two would, you know, follow up with with that scene, but no, it's they got they got all changed. Australia. They, yeah, no, it's way different. Yeah. So it's definitely later. He's like I said, he grew his hair out. Mm -hmm. He has a nice feathered hair. He has, you know, what he has? He has the same haircut that Jennifer Aniston has in Friends. He has the Rachel oh cut, <laughs> that feathered. Kind yeah, of yeah, no, he looks like Rachel at the at the beginning of this. Movie. <laughs> oh, oh man. Yeah, that's yeah. four years after. That's like two thousand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. So, okay. Well, okay. I, let's let's get into it, Joe. What, what do you think of this movie? Give it well, up, Joe. I think we all agree this movie was good. I was. It was wait, good. Wait, don't speak for me. Well, okay. I, I mean, from our discussion, <laughs> uh, I think the movie was, you know, still hold up. It's still good. Uh, you know, like we we. You know, we as we see the plot was good, execution was good, the filming, the cinematography was um was was okay. Um, I mean, I, I, overall, I think it's, it was still it's still good. It Sounds still like someone's disappointed it wasn't John Woo directing this one, but okay. <laughs> no, I mean, it, no, I wouldn't say that, but no, I, I have to go watch the part two. Before. So that's your ver How good? Oh, yeah, how good was it, Joe? It's good. All right, good. How about okay. you, Jen? So you know, uh, this movie reminded me of that time period and my thoughts on Tom Cruise. And you know, uh, again, I'm going to reference our episode, which hasn't aired yet, and hope maybe we will. Risky business. I came down pretty hard on Tom Cruise, um, and this movie kind of brought me back to that time period because at the time, I was very reluctant to watch any of his films. Um, I just kind of he gave me a, a very smarmy feel, you know, like, like he was too good for the rest of us mere mortals on earth, you know? Um, but in revisiting this movie, I did watch it back then and watching it now, I think I actually enjoyed it more than the first time I watched it. Um, I respect that it still holds up pretty well. The cinematography, the effects, um, Tom Cruise in the Ethan the Hunt role, I think very fitting you know, he he owned that role and he took it even further. He made it his own in the later uh, installments of this movie franchise. Um, if I had any caveats as to this film, I think it was mostly. Um, you had a, a pretty stellar cast. I mean, you had people like John. Boyd. Oh, yeah. You had Ving. I mean, Ving Rhames just plays himself in every movie. And mm -hmm. that's great. He does a great job of being Ving Rhames. I mean, like, you know, like I, every scene he was in in this movie, I was just like, it's Marcellus, you yeah. know, from Pulp Fiction, because he plays every role the same and he does it well. Um, you know, Leon, the professional came across kind of bleh to me. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, homegirl, I don't even know her name. Gorgeous, beautiful woman. Uh, I'm sure she was probably at the time, probably some kind of supermodel to, to some extent, because because she had that kind of look. Beautiful woman. I'm sorry. I I try not to be too harsh, but she couldn't act for shit. And I think that was probably the weakest performance in this movie. Um, but there there was a campy element again, going back to the original uh, TV series, which they managed to retain in the right quantities. And I appreciate that as well. It didn't go over the top with the campiness. It wasn't too much. They didn't try to outright do. Uh, 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 a film version of 
the TV series because that would have failed miserably. As Scott mentioned earlier, um, the TV series fondly remembered for its theme song most of all. Yeah, it wasn't that well done, and it was the kind of like the, every episode. It was the same thing. Um, so that I do remember of the original TV series. That being said, how good was it? Does this film still hold up? Yes, I was pleasantly surprised and and very happy to revisit this this film, and it made me doubly excited to to uh, get into the new one that's going to be released soon. And we're going to do a deep dive into that one. So please come back and join us for that episode. It should be interesting after revisiting this first installment. So for me, how good was it? It was good. It was quite enjoyable. Still holds up. I'm glad. I don't know who's trying. I think was, this was Scott's choice. Um, no, I think it was just because we, we wanted to review the new movie. Coming oh, up. fuck that, Scott. This, this is a group here. choice. You know, you, you yeah, group my ass. Dude, it was your choice. You don't remember? Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was a little Jedi mind trick for you. Um, no, no, it still holds up. How good was it? It was a good film. It's a, it's a good, solid action spy thriller. Um, still holds up. I, I, yeah, if you get a chance to revisit it, you should. Yeah. Yeah. So, go, uh, go, Scott, yeah, go. I don't think I'm going to say much different from you guys. You know, I try to get, throw a curveball at Joe and tell him like, yeah, you can't don't 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 speak for me when you said that we all think it's good. But no, we all think this is a good movie. Um, I I was really enjoyed the direction of this movie. I I like how much smaller it is than like the new movies. New mm. movies are always they're very big in scope, you know, huge action pieces, big stunts, big, big set pieces. It's um they're they're i thoroughly enjoy them but this is a lot small this is more of a mystery more espionage more 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 a spy movie than any of the other ones are you know the other ones the plot is 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 an afterthought the other ones are all about the stunts and the big action scenes this one is actually plot driven and i appreciate it and i really appreciated brian de palma's direction in this movie nice. i I think he he does a great job of, of building tension, and I think the, the it's really well shot. And for 1996, it looks great. I mean, it really does hold up today. Uh, it's just as good as movies that we I see nowadays. It looks better than the Indiana Jones movie uh, Dial of Destiny that we just saw. <laughs> and so, that's saying um, something. Yeah, Jeez. yeah. So I yeah, no, this is definitely good, definitely rewatchable. I'm glad we watched it, and yeah, I, I it is good. How good was it? It's it's really good. I think now we we've been thinking about doing a segment. You know, we, we we've got some feedback that we should try to add some kind of some kind of segment to these podcasts. And yes. we're thinking about doing a game today. And what what is this game going to be called? I think we it's have recast. no idea yet. I think something called recast. Let's call it recast. Recast. Okay, I'll go with yeah. that. How good was it? Recast. I like it. Yeah, yeah. This will help me and, in writing a right little theme song. Right about now, June will have theme a, yeah, music. June will have a nice little jingle right about now. It, it will we'll hear music. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So let's get into it. Let's let's give it a whirl. I'm to, I'm coming in totally blind and unprepared, even though we <laughs> did speak on this. And yes. of course, my undisciplined ass totally forgot. But mm -hmm. you know what? I'm not going to hold these guys back. So I'm going to jump in the best way I could, and let's go for it. How right. good was it? Recast. Okay. First edition, people. You First have a edition. Front row seat. So, so what, what we're gonna up. do is gonna be we're gonna take the five leads of this movie, or who we deem the five leads, and normally what IMDB would deem deem the five leads. And mm -hmm. we're gonna if they made it now in 2023, 
who would they cast to, re- to remake this movie? Which so, character should we start with? Should we go with one person, one at a time? Well, one let's actor? go Tom Cruise last because Tom Cruise okay. is, yeah. is, is the can big build lead. Up. Yeah, yeah we'll, okay. we're going to build up. All right, so how would you, if Ving Rhames, okay, Joe, it, oh. it is year 2023. Oh. You, I put this you are the producer of this movie. Ving how would you recast, recast Ving Rhames and why would you not do a minority, Joe? Why, why would okay. you not do a minority? <laughs> um, I think Brendan Fraser right away you you took away the one the one minority in the cast member and you and you put it with a white a white guy well, the that, whale. That's a twist. Uh, <laughs> just reca- took over Bing Rain's role. Well, I think Brendan Fraser would be good for this role too. Really? As as uh Bing Rain's as a computer hacker. Right. I guess they you know in the trivia they they purposely cast Bing Rain's because he'd be totally he looked totally opposite of what you think a computer hacker would look like. Mm-hmm. That, that, I got to say that he, if that was their sure. intention, they succeeded. <laughs> so, so Joe, Joe's going to go with Brendan Fraser for that. How about you, June? You got someone you think oh, would be a good is, nowadays Ving Rhames? This is a tough one because, because uh, again, Ving Rhames is the type of actor. He really just plays himself in that, yeah. in any of role. And he, again, he, that's The character is a cool character. See, that's yes. why I think Joe might be off on this is the character is kind of, he's a cool guy. Cool, you know? mean dude, but smart. Yeah, yeah, and I, okay. I don't think Brendan Fraser comes off that way. Well, I, I, have you saw his late movie? the whale? <laughs> have you seen the whale? <laughs> yes, okay. but not in that. In... Nothing in that movie tells Listen, me that Brendan Fraser is cool. I want to see Joe uh, Brendan Fraser in the whale costume play this role. Joe, did I you watch like that movie on that. a plane? Uh, no, I did not. I, There's I a very think... oh, I I so badly wanted. To, I think I told you to watch it on a plane because you you like sent me like a screenshot of all your movie choices. One yeah, time you, you did. Like, and I told you to watch the whale. The reason I told you that because the movie starts out, uh, the first like few first minute of the movie plane crash. Watching he's no he's watching gay <laughs> porno and he's oh. masturbating and eating a meatball sandwich. So yeah. oh I, I I really wanted you to watch that with somebody next to you, some stranger. I'm I'm glad I didn't watch that <laughs> at all. It was he I, gay in the movie? No, uh, he was watching Oh yeah, yes, yes, he is. He's um, he's uh he's divorced and he's got a a teenage daughter, but yeah. I, uh, ironically enough, you told Joe AP to watch this on the plane and I was the one that watched this. You watched on my current <laughs> yes, on the plane. Yes, and I had that experience yeah. of having a stranger next to me. Oh my goodness! What the f is he watching? <laughs> and I well, loved it though. I had no shame. So, yeah, good, good choice, June. And I uh, sorry, Joe. Good choice in the the casting of uh, Brandon Fraser as a whale <laughs> doing this character. Perfect. I will say I'm gonna go against Ooh. Ving Rhames. Okay, as type, I'm not looking at race or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of who I would think would be interesting. And even there was a. There was a humorous aspect to Ving Rhames' yeah. role in this movie. So I think I'm leaning towards that. And I'm going to say John Cena. Oh, okay. okay. That's same, it's the same idea that they're going against what a hacker would look it, like. Yeah, it would no. be the same, right? I could That's... see them casting him as this character. No. Um, so what, what I did for this character was I I, I didn't take away a minority to... character, unlike you guys. You know, I, I did it... Uh, 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 Idris Alba. I thought Idris Alba has oh, that cool vibe to him. Damn it, I'm now, mad. He's a big muscular guy as well. Yes. And I thought, that, you know, he kind of reminds me of a modern day Ving, uh, Ving Is Rain. he the galaxy? Um, he's the wrestler, right? 
No. no. Who is this guy? I don't really know this person. Idris Elba. You don't know who Idris Elba is? British Joe? actor. Uh, British, is he? He's British. Yeah, British. Uh, really, um, really cool. What was he? Uh, big star. He's in that oh, crowd. He's currently so on Apple. Things. I know. Um, hmm. And of course, nothing comes to of mind. Of course, yeah, person. nothing comes to mind. Aren't you on IMDb? I'm Mo- looking, he Mo- was Mo- on Mo- The Wire. He was in Luther. I know you haven't seen those shows. Luther uh, was was uh, was okay. How you spell um, his yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, Idris. I D R I S. Yes. If you just type in that, it's gonna come out. Not many people. He was know in, in the, one in of the Fast and Furious. No, he was in that uh, Hobbs okay, and Shaw yeah, movie. He, yeah, he's in the, the. Yeah, I know exactly. No, Scott, he's really he, way no, better than Brendan Fraser. I think that's actually amazing pick. Yeah. I'm jealous. I, I like John I didn't Cena think of that. more. I think John Cena would, would fit the character. Oh, no, no, yeah, just put another white guy in the movie. Good idea, Joe. I, I agree. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to whitewash these roles. He's just Alpha. I know him. Yeah, okay. 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 All so right. who's next uh, on the list? So let's let's do his uh the other guy in the team, the Jean Reno character. Jean Reno. Oh Jean now Renault. this is uh Leon the Professional, right? Leon the Professional. Okay. And yeah, the 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 good guy who's actually a bad guy. Uh hmm. how about what do you got, Joe? Um I wrote it down, but I, I think it's I think Dennis, all these actors I'm gonna name, Joe's not gonna know any of these Dennis, actors I have on my list. <laughs> Dennis Haysburg? What you the the guy from 24 that played the president? <laughs> Joey, I don't know who it, that is. You, is you, yeah. You like Oh, like, no, no, I'm sorry. This, I'm looking at the wrong one. Um, uh, uh, William <laughs> Fitcher. Wait, you, wait, Joe, what are you looking at? Where, where are you getting these Who names is William from? Fitcher? I don't, I don't that know. William Fitcher is an actor who hasn't been popular in 20-something years. Oh. That's the guy. <laughs> that's, that's the guy. <laughs> Well, listen, well, Joe, wait, wait, where did you get this from? Did Joe, June, Joe is looking at something. I, I, I don't know where he got that name from. Well, I can't, can't tell. There's that. a reflection on his glasses of his screen. Okay, were you watching Prison Break? Pinpoint. I think he was on Prison Break. Are you watching an episode of Prison Break? No, but would he? I see him. It could be he could be he he could be the the character guy in the, in. He could be. Um, I think you're watching him in a TV show. No, okay. no, no, no. I wrote uh, it down. See. And then you wrote down Dennis Hesbart too in it. Uh, that's for uh, are these are they John Ford? Are they all on suits? Is that is that where you get this from? <laughs> no, no. Wow. I, I, I. It's hard to. I mean, this is not easy. John, this is Joe. This is a major motion picture. This is going to be a blockbuster picture. You're you're picking B actors, or C actors, even for this. Yeah, I don't know. All right, he, all right, he, June. You enough for you, William Fincher. Go ahead. Go ahead, <laughs> okay. Um, wow, that's a that's a tough one. Um, because this could go a number of ways, depending on what kind of feel we want. But I guess we should stick to the feel of the character in yeah. the movie, right? Um, so it's it'd be a mercenary type. Yeah. Uh, good, good, good. Hmm. You're gonna like the one I choose, June. Just just for the fact that uh, you're you're describing the guy who I who I chose. You know what? And this is gonna be a choice that neither one of you are gonna like. Oh, but right. I I just want to choose someone who probably not only people wouldn't think of, but probably wouldn't even do a good job, hmm. but might might surprise. I'm gonna go. No, no, no. Wait, damn it! This is a <laughs> tough one. This is this, tough. This is great, pop, oh. June. Damn it. Damn it, he's Scott. A, he's not that uh, important in the movie. 
No, he is. I mean, he, he plays a, a kind of, but 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 you could it's you could oh crap. All right, Gene, I'll give you a sec to think. I'm gonna go over mine and why. Yeah, please, right. God. So I, mine is John Berth uh Bernthal. Oh, uh, damn the guy you who played the Punisher in the TV series from this is, Walking Dead. Audience, listen. Let me cut in. Audience, uh, this is why it pays to do your freaking homework before the show. To think about it, yeah. This yeah. is I, lesson learned, Scott. Lesson learned. Yeah, that that guy knows how to play both how am a I good gonna and a bad that? guy. He always he always seems bad. And to me, he's like the, he's, the the choice. He's a Punisher, right? The, the yes, yes, the same guy. That, that is the, the perfect casting yeah. for this role. I, anything I I can bring to that is, is not going to measure he, up to that. He is a mercenary. What now, Joe? What were you going to say? Did you say why is William Fincher better? He's he's too uh, big of a star to play. Uh, Joe, ahead. this is a huge franchise. <laughs> you're, you're supposed to be dream casting this, Joe. Well, this well think not... of it. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go, you, go you're doing a made for television movie with your cast, is what you're doing. You're <laughs> I doing... do like your, your selection. <laughs> made for television. <laughs> All right. All right, so let's get off genre now. Unless June, unless you have somebody, uh, to, I'm embarrassed to, to say anybody that no, I want to be embarrassed. You know, how I was gonna say I was, I was gonna cast against type, I was gonna go looks, I was yeah. gonna go cutesy, I was mm -hmm. gonna go like someone like Channing Tatum or some shit like that. Yeah. I swear to God, just just because it's a, it's against that kind of role that you would see him in. But come on, nothing's gonna beat. John Berendahl. I mean, you know, I think that works in a way as for the fact is you wouldn't think he would be the bad guy. That's and, what I was and, thinking. And then, and then later on the movie, you finally, he's the bad guy. You'd be like, Oh, okay. That's kind of but surprising. Damn, I would love to see John Berendahl in this role that he would smash it. You, it's the kind of thing where you would wish he would be in the movie more because he is yeah. so good at, at what he does, but okay. Next, next, next. All right. So let's, let's do the wife. Let's do the, the, the French, oh, uh, the French I, lady. I'm glad uh, to recast this motherfucker. <laughs> Joe, who, who would you, who you have for that? I have on here um, two. I uh, could be one of these two. Joe's gonna say Meghan Markle. Um, go ahead. Emily Blunt. <laughs> oh, Emily Blunt. Yeah, I think that works. Oh, I like it. Uh, Kobe like uh, Smurder. Smolders, Smolders. Once Smolders. again, that's for your television movie. That's for your uh, television she's movie. She's good, but but I think not, you're not, not gonna not a lead actress listen, in a, in a no, big franchise. At Thanks. Emily Blunt, okay. But don't, Kobe don't, don't, is... don't be mouthing off a list, you mofo. Uh, One yeah, is you, enough. Yeah, Emily, Emily, you can't, Emily Blunt not is a that. good casting choice. Uh, Colby Schmolder's no, that's not a good choice. She's she's okay, but Emily Blunt. I mean, come on, she has the goods, and I think this, I could that's see her for the made-for-television TV series of Mission Impossible. Then Colby Schmolder's she has it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm going for the smaller screen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, dude. Who who do you got? Oh wow. Um, this could be go a number of ways. I'm gonna go. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. This is it's tough, it. right? It's it's tough. It's not tough. It's just that <laughs> you did a this plan role <laughs> didn't really provide much in the movie, especially exactly. the way Homegirl played it. So it's so like you could you almost need pick a, anybody. A very attractive. I, I would just go for who you think's very attractive, uh, sultry okay. that that could uh, that could uh, seduce Ethan Hunt. I'm gonna say the actress. I I I probably can't pronounce her name. Uh, she played the last version of Lara Croft. Vikander? Vikander. Oh, oh yeah, the... Alicia Vikander. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Yeah, she's yes. the I would Claude... say someone. Yeah, her. Yeah, she I looks great. For a while, but, but I think but, that's a good choice. But if they uh -huh. kind of it, it, 
uh, injected a little more athletic to the role, she a little more stunts, then I think she'd be good. So yeah, I, I go think you're her. right. She'd seem more like a CI, uh, more like an IMF agent than than this lady was. But so she it doesn't measure a, up. It doesn't measure up to Joey P's it, pick. It, it would be a big gap for the husband, for um, the older husband. How we're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't worry. It's still gonna be a huge age gap. Mm. <laughs> All right. So uh for me, I, I'm gonna go for away from French, but I'm gonna do another sultry actress who's quite popular right now. Uh Anna de Armas. I think uh Anna de Armas would be she has that sultry yes. kind of mm. kind of vixen kind of character that I think uh could pull this off as well. Yeah, and even though she might not need it for this role. She has the chops to do it, the acting chops, I think. Yeah. And and she's just freaking she's gorgeous. She's beautiful. Yeah, she I just basically gorgeous. thought of what, what actress I think is the prettiest actress now. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll take Anna Darmus. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a good choice. You guys have both good choices. I'm jealous of both of y'all's choices. No. Damn it, again. No, no, audience, I, listen. Well, I mean, Joe has a learned. half good choice and a half bad choice. So, yeah, well, job, I'm Joe. going for a small screen, Joe. <laughs> Big screen, small screen. All right, Joe. So now we got somebody's John getting Boyd. shot behind me. I don't know. Oh, if it, it oh shit. It's New it's York. Good, good effects for the for the podcast. It's Friday, yes. New York, June. It's it's, okay. it's it's celebrating the debut of this section of the show. Oh, <laughs> all right, Joe. Who do you got for John Boyd? Uh, Dennis Haysburg. That's the guy, right? Dennis. Yes. That, that, that guy hasn't done anything Who's other than TV all the last 30 all years. Yeah. You, you pick the Allstate guy to be the, the lead person. in the, this. Uh, the black guy? The black yes, guy. Yes. Yeah. The guy from Major League, the guy from 24. He He's only done TV exclusively the last 20 years. It's moment for him to shine. This is quite the <laughs> low rent version of Mission Impossible, isn't it? Um, um, I need to go back to casting school. Is this <laughs> is that okay? I'll give you another chance, Joe. Is this your final another, another chance? Yeah. Um, I I'm, I'm I was thinking also another Samuel L. Jackson. That's a that's a oh, better choice. That's way better yes. choice than, than Dennis Haysbert. I, I like really that choice. choice. That's and once again, really he's choice. way not age appropriate for uh, <laughs> Emily Blunt, so it's perfect. <laughs> Well played. Yeah, he's at least 30, 40 years older than Emily Blunt. So, yeah, perfect. How is Emily Blunt? She's like 34, right? Jeez, how do you know her exact age? I don't know. I think she's probably a little older than that. I think she's hitting 40 ish. Yeah, Yeah. right around 40. And I think he's in his 70s. So, 30 something uh, age difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say, is it my turn? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say, and Scott might get mad at me for this. Mm. Don't worry, June. Uh, I'm going to say Michael Douglas. Oh, wow! Another age in pro. I like it. I like it. Leaning into it. Is he still with that uh, young wife ish? Well, Catherine Zeta Jones is not that young anymore. She ain't but that young. If, compared to him, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think he, uh, she's probably in her fifties. <laughs> but yeah, he's 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 got to be in his eighties now. I think. Yeah, he's up there, man. He's up. Catherine Zeta Jones. What was that movie he she was in with? Um, Sean Sean Connery. Oh, uh, the one where they played thieves and like yeah. she was like going through that laser. Uh, right, right. Oh, thing. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about that. That was her movie. That was her one big. That and Zorro were her two big roles. Oh, and Zorro ain't nothing to, to me. That was the only one. About. Yeah, it was like in, Entrapment. Or? Entrapment. Something you're right, like Scott. Did you just look it up? Wow, no, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm looking up. Oh, use okay. Well, don't hold me to that. All right. So for <laughs> me, I so the way I thought of it was, you know, John Voight now is not famous for being an actor. He's famous for being Angelina Jolie's father, right? And a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and a lunatic, and a right-wing lunatic. Uh, yeah, so this also p- plays into who I chose, too, because now this actor, who was quite famous for being an actor, mm-hmm. is now more famous for being crazy, and he has a daughter who's an actress, and I'm going to uh... go with Johnny Depp. So I, I'm going to go with Johnny Depp, once a really cool actor, hey, hasn't really done much choice. in quite a while, and now his daughter, Lily Depp, is uh, kind of a popular actress. So. But also, think about it it'd be more believable that he would have like such a hot wife, even though he's older and, he's and looking looks he's like look kind of rough, but yeah, well, he maybe, truly maybe looks like a John pirate Boy. now. Yeah. He, yeah. You know. uh, yeah. Dude, I agree with, I, I cannot see Johnny Depp playing any other role than being a pirate. <laughs> no, he is a pirate. You misunderstood what I said. <laughs> yeah, he is yeah. a pirate. He now. thinks, he, he, is thinks not, he is. He is straight up. He's a cross between Keith Richards and a pirate. Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, but so, I think yeah. that's a very good choice. I think yeah, yeah I, I could see him do that. Yeah. yeah. You're right, Scott. Uh, the movies. Yeah, Scott's Trapman. on fire with this. Again, mm-hmm. lesson learned. Do well, your freaking homework. Yeah, Scott, yeah. Scott was uh, spending a, about an hour thinking about this today. So next, yeah, that's, next that's time not, we do this. Don't be proud of that. <laughs> Listen, next time we do this, I'm coming at you hard. All right. So <laughs> so who is your who's your Ethan Hunt, Joe? Oh now okay. yeah. I know you, you, you got Joey P. I'm just telling right, you now, I, you gotta make this is the lead moment to shine. At, um, um, let me break down the criteria <laughs> to help you. I, I have two names. Has to be good looking. Uh, I have two names. Charming, but... athletic, yeah. not to be believable. Yeah. Yes. My not first, on Frasier, not on my first pick. My first pick is first pick. Chris. My first pick. Chris Hemsworth. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he's a younger I, guy yeah. that's uh, that's kind of who's probably going to take that mantle up. I, and, I like it. And my second pick is um, why are you, uh, doing, why are you doing? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is this <laughs> well, part of the? Did I miss something here? Don't we only get one pick? No, so he has his movie and he has his TV. Movie. My my <laughs> small screen. My <laughs> small screen. Who's your small screen? Uh, uh, Emily's Blunt. Uh, Emily Blunt's back again. She's doing Hen- Henry okay. Cav- Cavill. Cavill. Henry Cavill. Cavill. Yeah. Okay. No, that's I can see it. That's, I I actually, think that's... Damn it. I was going to be my choice, actually. Oh, I think I'm sorry, Jim. No, that's to me. That's, I, I like that's what choices. I get for allowing you two freaking choices, too. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. They're well, good lesson choices, learned. Too, I'm learning a lot both, tonight. I think they're too muscular for the Ethan Hunt role. Ethan Hunt is not a muscular. Really? He does like... fight, but he's he's not. The, those are the two big muscle head guys. And mm. I think this guy's supposed to be more cunning. I think Ethan Hunt's supposed to be the master disguise and more yeah. money than, yeah. than the other people. But I do like those picks, Joe. Those are good picks. Those are, yeah, those are both, both good. I, I, I'll take Cavill, Cavill or Cavill, you, you, You're going to take his second choice? Over, over. No, no, I'm I, saying if I had to make a choice between his two picks, I would take Cavill over uh, Hemsworth. Um, but, um, geez, uh, this is this is really a tough one for me because there's a, the criteria to fill this role is mm-hmm. crucial. I mean, the the movie hangs on this role. Um, wow. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, damn it. I so wish I had d- done homework on this. Damn it. um, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's got to be a young person because you, you're going to want to run the franchise for a while, right? You you need it. You need him to be younger. You know, I think yeah. Joe's right. I think his age group, both those guys, I think they're in their 30s. I think that's a that's a good a mm. good starting spot for for this character. Scott, you're gonna have to go first because right. nothing's. I'm a blank on this. So, one, man. It's a... so for me, I was kind of. I 
I it's almost hard to imagine anyone other than Tom Cruise. I yeah, almost want to say like making it hard for me, he would be back in the reboot, but he owns that role, man. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would be going for someone who's younger and somebody who's maybe more up and coming. I at first I thought Miles Teller, but Miles Teller I don't think is a big enough star. I think you gotta have a big star up front. Mm. So it's a, I, that's an interesting choice nonetheless. So. I was just trying to think of someone younger that they can re- reboot the franchise with, but I I end up going with Ryan Gosling instead. Oh, I think wow. Ryan Gosling, he comes across as cool, but he doesn't come across as like the big musclehead normal action star. Mm-hmm. I think he can probably pull off the the acting part of it maybe a little bit more, you know, yeah. maybe believable as more a disguise. But I was just trying to think of someone who's a little more suave. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I sure, went, with, I went sure. with Ryan Gosling. That's a good choice. I think what about another Ryan, the Reno? Ryan Reynolds? Nah, no. there's no. something about him that's no. just a little too jokey. I think for this this role, not too. I, serious. I think it's got to be a little bit someone a little more serious. I, right, I right. He's hard to believe coming across as serious. Yeah, mm. yeah. He has definitely has the charm, and mm. of course, he's he's a very funny guy, and and and, and he could probably, to an extent, pull it off. Mm-hmm. But it would feel very different, probably the movie. Yeah, you know? I think you want someone who's intense for this role. Yeah. that's that's what that's what Tom Cruise brings to it is an intensity. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a I'm I'm drawing a blank on this one. I I, I think oh I'm you had thinking, Henry Cavill. Yeah, you know yeah you had him. I'm thinking way too hard on it. I am because it's like again, like you said, Tom Cruise freaking owned this role. You, yeah, it's so hard to not see him in this role. Right, and he just. Listen, it's a testament to how well he does it. You know, I mean, he made it his. So, you know what? I'm gonna keep Tom Cruise. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna keep too. Tom Cruise. I think Robert Pattinson could do this role as well. You know, you think I, so? the way he did in Batman, I I really thought he. Oh. I think he's a different actor. You know, he gets he gets thrown into that Twilight uh, crap uh, too much, but but I, he, he makes a lot of interesting choices. Like his last yeah. like, four or five movies are. He he's an actual actor and he can't come yeah. across as serious. Actually, definitely... I, I like that better, Scott. Yeah, I like him. I better. think that's another choice. Again, you're making me mad because I should have thought of that. You know, he he's he's displayed chops, acting chops yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean he's come such a, a a far, you know, away from the whole Twilight thing, you know, and, and so and yeah, he pulled it off as Batman. He really did. He he was a believable Batman. So that's my Batman. That's my favorite pick of all your um, your actors. All my other right picks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, he he's no William Fincher, but yeah, he, he... <laughs> <laughs> well played. Guys. Dennis well played. played. <laughs> well played. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm from from you. I think that was a good 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 fit for um to for um the main character. Mm. Ah, thank you. Thank you. All right, mm-hmm. so I guess we got it. Uh, you know, if uh, if the people at home want to to vote, uh, let let us know who uh, who, who, had, who had the best cast. <laughs> you can uh, you can you know if follow us on Twitter. You can always uh, hast, hashtag recast and uh, let us know who you think was uh, had the best cast. Yeah, please let mm-hmm. us know. That's that'd be a lot of fun. I'll come up with your own cast. Yeah, yeah, well, let, well, yeah. Let us know who uh, you would recast in this role. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because we all know that my cast was the best cast anyway. So oh no, no, you don't, you don't really, you don't really need to to let us know. Hands down, Scott. Hands down. I was quite impressed <laughs> with some of Joey P's picks as well, you, but Jim. then again, you know, he had like fifty fucking picks. So <laughs> it was kind of hard to lose on his end. Uh, was... Going forward, yes, I think we're gonna 
establish a little more rules in this. You get one pick. One okay. pick. I one think we did pick. we did have one rule, a rule for this, but I somehow I weasel myself into it. <laughs> you and you hey, can say I, I was trying to decide between Hemsworth and uh Cavill, but I yeah. decided on not uh, not not both. Yes. You're right, Scott. I, I should come up with better game plan next time. <laughs> and with that, all right. I think that it. is the signal for us to move forward and end this show. Um, I hope, you know, you, the audience, enjoyed that little segment. Let us know if you want us to do it again. Uh, we certainly enjoyed this first take on it. Hopefully, it'll tighten up as we go along, especially on my end. Yeah, so I, someone will do some homework and, and yes, put yes, some thought lesson, into it. <laughs> again, lesson learned on my end. Um, come better prepared. Um, but it was a lot of fun nonetheless. Good idea, Scott. And uh, next time, hopefully... If not for this episode, we'll have some theme music to go along with it, too. Once again, thank you, audience, for listening, for supporting, and returning to us at How Good Was It? We love doing this. We hope you enjoy what we're doing. Please let us know. Follow, like, subscribe. Again, thank you, and I hope, we hope, that you come to join us once again on How Good was it say bye guys bye what movie would you like us to review drop your suggestions by hitting us up at how good was it pod at gmail.com <laughs>